As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Are you entertained? The Scrubs Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome and happy Labor Day. Happy birthday to Scotty Too Hottie, uh, uncle of the Scrubs and also a father of the Scrubs. This is the first Are You Entertained podcast since June. It's crazy. We've been busy. Uh, I can probably personally tell you why the hiatus has been so long. I've been focused on finishing and promoting my short film, A Love Story. Uh, shameless plug through Run Entertainment, tentatively dropping September 24th, so check that out when it comes out. Uh, but we're happy to be back with a Scrubs podcast. I'm Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Two Fly Tie Tie, Glovelander Cam. How are we doing today, boys? We are doing, doing good. A-OK. Yeah. Got, got the Monday off. Can't <laughs> complain. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, since it's been so long, uh, Expect a lengthy podcast. Cade has to dip out because he is a college baseball player and he has to leave too. Um, it's going to be a fun one with the return of an altered version of debate domination. So uh, buckle in and let's get right to it. Hopefully we can get if we have to. Uh, we'll, I want to hear Cade's list, so uh, we'll we'll get to that if you ha- if we run out of time. But uh, as always, we're going to start with our pop culture headlines. Uh, we're going to kick it off with music. It's been a huge um, couple weeks in music with Certified Loverboy and Donda dropping basically back to back. The newest one is Certified Loverboy by Drake. So we're going to start with uh, breaking that down. I want to hear all of you guys' thoughts. Uh, let's refrain from like comparing the two like which one is better until we do get to our uh debate domination because it's going to feature drake versus kanye so uh let's let's stick to certified lover boy to kick it off um just tell me your overall thoughts on on off top who wants to go first should we let Kay go first i want to hear I you go first. first i've heard trays okay Kaden ty you're up first let's hear it Kaden. so Give overall for me of certified lover boy Overall, for me, a little disappointed with the album. I mean, I knew it was going to be different. I don't hate it, but it doesn't, like, jump out to me, if that makes sense. Uh, I think 21 had a solid feature. Uh, I really like the In Too Deep with Future. Other than that, I don't really... Wow, two songs out of, like, 21 or something. (laughs) That's really, like, it... Like I said, a lot of them didn't... I did not like the... uh, future uh the other future song what what's it called again sexy yeah i didn't like that one (laughs) 
the little baby one was good too, but yeah. Oh, uh, see, it keeps growing. It keeps growing I, a little bit. I have a completely different uh, opinion yeah. than, than Cade, um, respectfully. He's a fanboy. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a certified fanboy of Drake. It is, uh, is well-known to, to the audience out there. I'm a big Drake fan. Uh, I have listened to it cover to cover once in, in its entirety, and then like the songs that really stuck with me, I've been jamming the past however long it's been out. Um, I think I was talking to Trey about it. I, the one with Jay Z is really good. Uh, the Rick Ross and Lil Wayne yeah. one, that one's gas. You only live twice. Um, yeah, you only live twice. Uh, that one was really good. And the 7 a.m. and I don't know, is it? All the brittle. Br- uh, brittle. That one is probably my favorite. I I've been going back and forth between the one with the only live twice and um, uh, the 7 a.m. on. Uh, Brittle or whatever it's called. Yeah, that one. That one. He just, it's like five minutes of him just straight, straight bars, and it's dope. It honestly gave me, and the intro is really. It, it gave me a lot of nothing was the same vibes. That's what. <laughs> that's what I said. That. Yeah. yeah. Three. Nothing. I got nothing was the same vibes, and that. I, that's I think critically acclaimed like one of Drake's most fan favorites uh, album. But what, even though, actually, it's, not, even though yeah. it's not my, even though it's not my personally fav, favorite Drake album. That's what this uh, vibes of this album was for me. Um, and Drake, all he has just the talent of the intros and the outros, always gas. The always intros gas. and the outros, is. Drake is the you go. It was, the intro and outros were solid. Also, uh, hey, I do think the album will. I do think the album will grow on me. Yeah, Drake's albums. Drake grow. albums always Drake grow album, for sure. Grow. For sure. Um, okay. Do you want to go or do you want to go? I don't care. Whoever. Okay. I'll, I'll just say my initial thoughts off top. Um, favorite songs for me, Champagne Poetry. Um, and then I, I just like the ones where he's rapping, rapping. I know, Cade, that isn't your favorite. You like the hook on the, on the song. Uh, but Champagne Poetry, uh, No Friends in the Industry, 7 a.m. is good. The you Only Live Twice and The Remorse. Um, those are solid songs. The one that has grown on me the most so far is, uh, TSU really like that one. The one with Jay-Z is really good. Um, he did his thing. It's not my favorite Drake album of all time, but, um, I just think in, especially nowadays, people like to just get on Twitter and hate. Uh, I see a lot of hate. Uh, it's not exactly what they were expecting, so they hate it and, it's polarizing, but I, I enjoyed this album. Uh, we'll get into it further, but I want to get to everyone's initial thoughts. So I think, I think some of the like hating comes from like the the the, the, the Kanye Drake beef, right? It, Fair. It, and I think that just went into you know the the Kanye. They're crowd, picking sides. Yeah, the Kanye crowds hating on yeah. Drake, and Drake crowds doing the same to Donda. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What do you um, think, homie? Yeah, I I really liked it. Going with what Ty said, he said uh, that nothing was the same vibes. I got those. And personally, that's like, that's my favorite Drake album of all time and one of my favorite albums ever. Um, I just want to shout out the Fair Trade song. That song is so tough. Yeah, a, little, a little Travis Scott? Is that even the Travis Scott yeah, part? No. It's Drake's part. <laughs> no, like, okay. I forgot to mention that. In the ones I was really liking Chad. the song Poppy's Home uh, at the start. Yeah, I, I hate the chorus. I will not listen to the song because I do not like the chorus. On, on fair trade. No, Poppy's home, he said. Yeah, I, but the start, he, he snaps on the start of that one. 
But my favorite would be No Friends in the Industry. I think he just goes nuts on that song. Is he talking to Ye on No Friends in the Industry and 7 a.m.? I think No Friends in the Industry is just a general. I saw thing. I saw a tweet that was pretty funny. It was like Drake comes out with the song No Friends in the Industry with an album full of features. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing though. Like with that is uh the features were an all-star lineup, and they, I, they felt very hand-picked on songs that they would succeed on. What I will say though. Uh, normally, when Future hops on a, a song with Drake, like they have the chemistry and it flows really well, I didn't, I didn't get that on this one. Those were way too sexy. I got it on way too sexy. I didn't yeah. like In Too Deep. In Too Deep on It Too Deep. That's the best song on the album, man. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> discrepancies. They, they just didn't have their normal. Like nor, I, normally, I like Drake and Future together, uh, but it on Way Too Sexy, I think is more of just like a meme song. Not exactly, like, but. Right, it, catchy and that's what i like about it though is like even the songs that like aren't great and they're they seem kind of corny like girls want girls like yeah really bro but but i find myself like singing it just no yeah no, it's it fun. See, <laughs> see here's the thing with drake he is he has come up with a formula similar to like post malone like he punches in the formula and you get what you want like i have to take i would take on Kanye is pretty important, but I'll wait. To yeah, yeah, just wait. wait yeah, we're not allowed co- to compare, right? Everything from, everything from the album cover, meme-worthy. It, oh it did God. what it was intended that to was do. Did you, guys, did you guys read the tweet that I sent in the Scrubs chat? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I thought that was what? I, yeah, but is know. that really what he's doing? I, I, don't, know. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I saw it. Let me see if I Keep talking. Keep talking, and then I'll pull Kate has a take. What's up? You said we're not allowed to compare, right? Uh, just yeah. don't don't compare like don't don't tell me like whether you like certified or donda better okay there's oh, way yeah. for that but can i just say both the album covers were absolute trash though well, very donda disappointing yeah. <laughs> huh donda didn't even have an album cover but... exactly it was just terrible yeah so the tweet i want to get uh for play girl um a shout out because that's who tweeted it i don't want to take credit for it uh, Drake is dropping Certified Lover Boy, an album about love, baby making, nine months after expected release date. Nine months is a full term pregnancy on Labor Day weekend, labor as in giving birth, which is why there's pregnant emojis all over the cover. That is, that's a good, that I, I like that analysis. I like it, but in a year, I'm, it's just like that, I'm not going to think about that. That's fair. So let me ask you this, the whole time. Was he thinking that this was going to drop Labor Day? Because to me, it just felt like he picked the day. Honestly, honestly. To it, me, it felt like he waited it, for Kanye not, to drop it. He's like, yeah, okay, no, now it's my no, second. I, hey, listen, Love is Rage. It, no, he didn't change that. It's set in stone. And I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm aligned with that. I'm really excited on the list. Love is Rage with Trippie Red's album. That album was really good. You mean Trip at Night? Yeah. Night. That's what it's called. Trip. You said Love is Rage was a little Uzi, I think. But, yeah. anyway. You said that album was good? Trippy Red Album. Trippy Red Album. Yeah, we're not breaking down that one. Well, was it good. really good? Oh, I liked it. Oh, I liked it. It was good. What, what, hey, hey, we'll hold off on that. Dude, every beat is the same. All right, all right, all right. While we're on the topic of Certified Lover Boy, and not to compare like the albums as much, but the rollouts, I like Drake's rollout. Oh, well, I like, oh, Drake's rollout was better. I 100% agree. I was just saying everything from the, the meme of an album cover to some of the songs like Girls Want Girls and Way Too Sexy, they're intended to make you almost laugh and he's like a meme of himself so i i listened to my first uh listen cover to cover i was like cleaning and i had my airpods in and i found myself actually just like oh like that is actually kind (laughs) of which one way too sexy just like throughout the album at different times and 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too much into Donda until we get into it, but yeah. Yeah, no, it, that's fine. I just, it's a good album, but I just, I think uh, Cam and I were talking, you know, before, and it just feels like he's done, he's already accomplished so much. He's broken so many records, uh, Drake, that is, and now it just feels like he's, he's saying, fun. yeah, he's just having fun. Like, he's just doing way too sexy. He's with Kawhi in the music video. <laughs> he's just having a, 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 like, he's being funny. And that's what me. I think is like, I think he knew what kind of what he did, like even with the album cover and all that, like album cover, album title. He did, he he knew not to take himself too seriously, like the whole album through. Otherwise, I think he'd lose people. So I think he just did a good job of that, like just kind of leaning all the way into the certified lover boy. And I would say we Drake albums typically aren't as lengthy as this one. And mm-hmm. I thought how many how many songs was yeah, it? Scor- I like think twenty one. Scorpion and Certified Lover Boy are one hundred percent streaming era albums. Yeah. Like streaming era albums are longer and to me a little more bloated than they need to be. Like yeah. you could definitely pick off songs that didn't But I did this one on this it, one but. this one didn't feel bloated. I, I, okay. at, least, at least in my opinion. Yeah there's some that like weren't as good as others. But there genuinely wasn't one on there where I'm like, I don't I have a, I I didn't take really on that when we compare the two. Okay, okay. Um, so let me, I guess, let me ask you this. We talk about initial thoughts, but did it live up to expectations? I know uh, Cade saying that he wasn't the biggest fan. So is that, is that, are you saying that it didn't live up to your expectations there? Or See, are you expecting it to go on the downward trend? He said it was going to be different, and I kind of knew the vibe of the album going in because, like, that's what he said it was going to be. I mean, it still kind of disappointed me a little bit, but, I mean, I know after more listens, it'll grow on me. So, yes, but no. (laughs) (laughs) My struggle with expectations is, like, we got the nine-month delay, kind of like what we talked about, um, and I feel that makes expectations grow in yeah, a sense the high I, feel, builds. I feel like if we would have got this nine months ago it people wouldn't have been hating as much one because there would have been like the kanye circulating around it right. um but i for me i think it met my expectations i we went way too long without drake and i hope we don't have to go like another year with without it um but we did get scary hours but um yeah what do you uh what do you think um I think it was like right at what I expected for this. Like now that I have to sit here and sit on it, I didn't think it was a letdown when it came out, but I also didn't think it super succeeded. I I, thought it was good. I I, exactly what I expected. I I agree. Like Drake's at the point where he's done so much. I don't think we're ever going to get another Drake album that is like, like unanimous Grammy worthy. Like everyone, everyone out there loves it. He's going to be a polarized figure now. Um, and I don't want to say he's going to downward trend from here on out, but I think it it met my expectations. It it, it did its job, like I said, with the meme-worthy things. Um, he's making use, you know, it's like earworm. Uh, you're, you're singing along, and it did its job. Um, it did not, it didn't surpass my expectations, but it also was a good body of work, I think. Well, one, one more thing on I think this is the first time I, at least in Drake's career where he didn't rely on features, but in in past album, I mean, we've never seen this many features on a, on a Drake album before. Um, but I feel like that was more incorporated into like the the game plan of the of the of the album. So you're saying the more the rollout with the billboards, or just no, just the, like 
I, I don't want to say like he was relying on the features, but it just had more features than normal. And I think on this made, album, on this album, yeah, yeah, it made it better. Okay. Than, like normally, Drake doesn't need need features for for it to be fire. Ironically enough, there's a song called No Friends in the Industry, but ironically enough, this is the most like people I can remember Drake consistently working with. Right. And that's why they're I would say they're featured. And, and little baby, he's he's worked with them for a while now. Yeah. Travis, Travis, of course, Jay-Z a few times yeah. now. And I also I know we've talked about on a previous podcast of like duos that we really like together. I think Drake and 21 and Savage have to be like a solidified. They're a good dude. They're a solid dude. I would take Drake and Lil Baby over them. Drake I told you that 21 Savage verse was solid. I think it's about the same. Yeah. What did you say, Keith? I said I told you that 21 Savage verse was solid. It was. I like I like that song. Yeah. It sounds like old 21 on there. Like mm-hmm. he, he played around on, you know, Savage Mode 2 and stuff. But like that was like Savage Mode 1 kind of 21 Savage. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So I know it's kind of still fresh in our minds. Uh, just dropped, you know, this past uh, Friday. So we haven't really been able to sit with it. But kind of looking future forward, I guess, um, my friends and I in our in our little group chat, um, a couple of my friends did not like this. A couple of them called it the most forgettable Drake album. Um, I had to I had to defend it a little bit because I, I disagree with that. But um, when you do think about it, it is interesting that just off top, there's no quintessential like hit. Like you can always think of Drake albums throughout his discography and think of the hit. Um, This one, you know, he left off Laugh Now, Cry Later. um, And that would have been the hit that would have put him, you know, probably close to gold or platinum with it just releasing on, you know, that Friday. But uh, he left that off. So I guess what is going to be that that hit? Is it going to be way too sexy? Because he came out with the video, but yet it feels kind of like a, a joke of a song. I don't want to, you know, in the best way possible. But um, is that, I mean, for, what do we think the hit is going to be? For me, about? it's either Fair Trade or uh, You Only Live Twice. Okay. How about you? I don't see You Only Live Twice as being the hit. That's I'm so saying, good. like, what, what, what is going to be on the radio? That's exactly what I think of. And, I mean, it really, to me, has to be way too sexy. While it's kind of a joke of right. a song, I think that's exactly what could propel it yeah. to being that radio I, I, I love You Only Live Twice, but I don't foresee that being, yeah. like, like YOLO. Like, yeah. YOLO was a hit. You Only Live Twice seems more rapidly rap to be on the radio. TSU um, could be in there. Yeah, yeah, I could see that maybe. But uh, I, me, I think Way Too Sexy is going to be the hit, which is kind of funny to me. But I think too- Girls Want Girls could be the hit. No way. No? <laughs> no way. I think it could. That's going to be on the radio when you hit Chicago. Is, and I think City. it is very catchy, though. I think that song is one of the most catchy I think songs. it has more of a chance than Way Too Sexy. I, I that is a song I'm like not gonna listen to. <laughs> really? I honestly think awesome. like I, great. I don't know if I would say great. I mean it's catchy. Well, when I say funny. great, I mean I think it's fun. It's I, doing its job. It it's doing its job. Okay. All right. Any awesome. any final thoughts on Certified Lover Boy before we get into Donda? Just a great balance. Get in rap and Drake. That's all it takes for Drake to make a great album. Cade? Nope. Okay. All right, let's keep it rolling because uh, we have a little time crunch here. Uh, let's get into some Donda. Um, so I don't know about all of us, but I know I listened to all three 
listening sessions. I did as well. Um, Cam did. Did you listen to any of the I saw listening like, sessions? I saw like recaps of them. Okay. Night. I listened to two of them. The first two, last two? First and third. First oh, and third. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So if we want to, we can kind of compare the listening sessions versus the final product that we got on streaming if we want. Um, I So after the first listening session, I, I really, really enjoyed this album. Um, he, pl- over the course of the listening sessions, he played with the track lists and um, the features, obviously, and obviously up to the quality of the sound. But um, I don't know. Uh, after that first listen, it's just so fun as a hip hop community to come together and listen to one thing and then to see the reaction. I just, I love that. And uh, when we first got, so on the first listening session, Jail, which had uh, Jay-Z, and that was the last song, and Jay-Z was the last verse. It just felt like such an iconic moment, like the throne is coming back together, and they're they're squashing their beef a little bit. I just love that. Um, I do think, you know, after hearing the final product that, the track listing of jail going first um better better portrays the arc i think of what donda is supposed to be so in the end i do think that jail being like essentially the first song is better than it being the last but that first listening session was so cool to see jay-z come on and him saying this might be the return of the throne just so cool um but what I guess what do you guys the people who did watch the the listening sessions what do you, what did you think of those do you think they were necessary I guess I'll go ahead and go next since I also watched okay. all three I thought it was really cool to like watch the album grow yeah and like the production of the actual show itself with you know even without Kanye actually saying anything right I thought it was really cool if you do think about it this whole rollout Kanye didn't say one word yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool actually. I mean, the only time we saw him even without a mask was I think the Apple Music thing ran just a little too long and he took it off when he was talking to who I presume Supposedly was Supposedly Kim, yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was really cool. Um, I think he, if he didn't pump fake us with the release date, this would have been a great album rollout, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think we were just all salty that he pumped fake us three yeah. times. He did the same thing with Life of pa- uh, the Life of Pablo. Like I remember that being yeah. the sloppiest rollout, but honestly, this might have topped it yeah. with sloppy rollout. Like here's the thing, I'm I'm all for like making the album the best it can be, but just don't tell us the don't tell us the release date. Like <laughs> like just let like work on it, let us have it. Don't don't pump fake us. That it pisses us off and it just leaves a salty taste in our mouth when listening to the album. With that being said, I really enjoyed this album. Um, so do you have any takes on the on the listening sessions before we actually kind of tell our favorite songs and stuff? Yeah, when I was listening to that third listening session and Jail came on, I thought baby broke into that stadium and just hopped on the mic. I was like, there's no way this man took off Jay-Z for baby. I will say, I will say. So the, the third listening session, I have to say this. So I was very disappointed when I, I heard baby replace jay-z just because of how much of a moment like i talked mm-hmm. about that felt like and then he also put marilyn manson on and i do th- i do think it serves the theme of redemption and god doesn't leave anybody behind 
but I elder also and I'm not I I really don't I, I I'm not a, a big I'm not a fan of cancel culture I think you know we all deserve to grow and learn but there's some things that are just so messed up and you you know you know I say that by saying Marilyn Manson is currently facing a sexual sexual assault charge and throughout his whole career has basically represented the devil and to see him be there in Chicago on an album that fully has religious and god themes throughout it just felt very ironic in the worst way i don't know but um we'll also get into like the whole part twos when we talk about the album but um i just i just wanted to say that so um now now we get after the listening sessions we finally get the streaming product what is our favorite song beat feature there's a lot of features so what what do we think of that the finished product okay you go first okay so I really like this album. I think Kanye gets the best out of all of his features. Like, the features are over the top here. Favorite songs, Off the Grid is my number one right now. He that Playboy it. Cardi feature and the, uh, was it 50 Foreign? 50. 50 Foreign. He kills it. Hurricane, praise God. Jonah. Moon, there are there are so many. Speak or uh, pick from so. <laughs> huh? I said you got 27 to pick from. I'm pretty much just reading off the album. I feel <laughs> like Heaven and Hell's a sleeper pick. That one's really good. Damn, Sam. Yeah, I love that. Um, what else? I had another one. Oh, believe what I say is also a really good one. Okay. Uh, I think he just gets the best out of his features and like. That's probably my favorite thing about the album is hearing all the features. Yeah. I'll start cast the lineup. Uh, I, I'll, right, I'll go, go next. Um, I'll start off by saying some things that I do like about it. Um, I, well, the, the, I have a lot of opinions on Kanye West and the album itself. Um, the ones I do like on the album, I think Moon might be my favorite. And um, Kanye is probably on the, on the song actually probably the Um, off the grid is one of my favorites as well um and i like jail part one and part two um it i just think if you have to have a part two to a song on the same album it's a little weird uh 27 songs to me felt like a lot um so those those are some i like hurricane as well um and jonah and so, Cade, I think you bring up a really good point that he gets the most out of his features. And that brings up my point of I don't even think Kanye has like a top five verse on his own on the album. Like I agree. I would disagree. Kanye's second his verse on Off the Grid, he zapped on that. That might be that might be the only yeah, that might be that, the only song that he that actually spits true, on. But that one um, does spit. And I don't now that we're talking about Donda, we can kind of compare it a little bit. That's <laughs> I just think, literally, this is con- this is con- like Kanye's formula. Let's say a three-word fa- phrase followed by the same four-word phrase, and like add Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting right here with you. 
Jesus. That sounds like a South Park thing. I'm sitting right. I'm standing. Jesus. Clip that. Put some auto tune on it. And you got trap drums in the back. They're literally like, I kept thinking to myself, like, is he actually going to like rap? Or like, he's literally, listen to the album again. The majority of Kanye on this album is in three to four word phrases just over and over again. And some of them are catchy more than others. And I was like, that it really did not do it for me. Okay. Uh, like, let me in, ask you in this. entirety, listening to a 27 song album, because I think all of us like to listen to it cover to cover first. I thought, like, oh, when I got to about halfway through, I'm like, is this almost over? <laughs> like, like, let, through let me ask you this, though. And I will say the, the music on it, the beats and the melodies are really good. There's some beautiful music on there. But when it comes to like rapping and like hip hop, it when you compare it to something like Surf Lover Boy, I don't even think it's in the same ballpark. Okay, I, mean, I don't think they're comparable because I think they're so different. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. With let that. me let me ask you this though. So, because I I do think this is hard to do. I I think I think as a as a part of you, you you kind of have to separate. And sometimes people can't do it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't do it can you separate the music from the person and i think kanye you know with his whole antics with the the election with him spazzing and being crazy sorry i said crazy but (laughs) doing this thing um sometimes that's hard to differentiate when he drops music because i do think this is a beautiful album i do think that he he is trying to change his life in you know in a religious sense and i i can respect that um i think this is a moment because he kind of dedicated this album to his mom um but yes it's very you need stamina to get through the whole thing um again with the sloppy rollout again with the antics of being Mm -hmm. him um i think that is sometimes hard to separate from i i went in I went and I I wanted I I wanted to like like it as much as I could going into it, but there's just re- really I like like Kate said the features more than I like Kanye West on on this album. And I will say to to play devil's advocate uh, for your comment about um, him spitting and him rapping. I I think Kanye is no longer a rapper. I don't think he has been for a while now. I think he is an artist and um, really, really when it, when you come, when it comes down to this album, I don't really even think it's an album. I think it's more of an experience. I honestly think he intended uh, like the listening sessions as the album. Like I knew, I always knew we were going to get it on streaming, but I think to get it in its, in its full experience, I think this is a, this is a, a moment and experience uh, I don't think it was intended as an album. If that if that makes any sense, I don't know. Another thing, another thing. This album would literally like be insane in concert. Like that'd be the best concert ever. Yeah, and I do think I do. I I really enjoyed this album. Um, I'll go ahead and say my favorite. Oh, wait, have you said your favorite? Channel? No, but you can go ahead and give your. Okay. My my favorites are Jail. Uh, Moon and No Child Left Behind beautiful songs um remote control 24 those are both really good hurricane is gonna be the hit off of this album in my opinion um i think 24 is overrated 
on the album. I like it. I like it. I don't it. know. I just think it's overrated. But um, I do think I do think that um, everything was intended in the best way possible. I think uh, I the track listing is very at the beginning. It's very it's it's a lot darker and there's more bangers, if you will, in the beginning. And um, it's more melodic and um, choir and soulful in the end. I think that is Kanye's version of this album being the arc saying um, it goes from sinner to saved. I do think that's intended. Um, I, I, you know, you guys know that I'm a fan of themes and cohesion and arcs when it comes to music. So in that regard, I do like that. Um, again, this is not Kanye spitting. This is not Kanye showing he's the best rapper in the world, uh, but it is showing his artistry um, in his way you know in a sloppy rollout um crazy you know just just dedicated to his mom type way even the even the day it dropped it was sloppy with uh he uploaded it and then he uploaded the part twos uh with the baby so you had to i downloaded it first thing in the morning and then i had to download it again because the updated version so even that was sloppy but that just Kanye does his thing and releases the music. And even he, <laughs> there was reports that he didn't even want to release it that yeah. day. Uh, hey, why that. is it not, why is there no explicit version? I, I, what I, I have heard, and that, that's my, that's another kind of gripe, if you will. I know, I know that's one of Cam's yeah. too, but that it's a clean version. From what I can understand, so when I originally heard this, it dropped on a Sunday, which normally album drops on on a Friday, but I was thinking like Sunday, the Lord's day, the Sabbath, he's going to keep it clean. And then maybe on a Monday, he'll drop it explicit. That has not happened yet. Obviously a clean album is okay, but a censored album annoys me a little bit. Um, and even, even Kanye cusses on this album and he's <laughs> blanking himself. I just, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, so that is one of my gripes, but um, I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a a lot of thoughts on this album, and we can kind of keep getting into it. But I want to hear Cam's thoughts. Um, along with the censored, did everyone see that Drake leaked a Kanye yeah. song? Yeah, we'll talk. We can talk. So, I mean, Andre 3000 isn't on there because he's like, well, if you're not going to release the set, the right. uncensored one, then I'm not going to be on it. And did you listen to that song? I did. That yeah. probably would have been like the best song. Oh yeah, <laughs> Andre. Oh, I haven't. It's amazing. But, Okay, so, yeah, again, I don't look at this as a rap album either, almost. I Really, how I look at it is a musical tribute to his mother. Yeah. And, like, along with the theme of Sinner to Saved, it's him dealing with his mother's death. Yeah. Obviously, like, that was not easy for him, and he's no, he's made that known through his music. Mm -hmm. Like, on Moon, with Kid Cudi's verse, talking about how, like, the line that sticks out to me all the time is how he sips out this cup, thinking how he should be a better me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all him dealing with his mother's death. I think my favorite songs are Definitely Heaven and Hell, Moon, Off the Grid, Hurricane. And I think the most underrated song would be Come to Life. Because Kanye was has never been, like, a singer, really. But he... He's you can tell he's been working on it. That was a <laughs> the great song. helps a little bit too. I mean it helped, but <laughs> like I think it was I think it was a really good song. Um 
New Again is another one of my favorites. Yeah. I really like that song. It's just, I don't think you can compare it to Certified Lover Boy. The only thing that I would compare that this album has Certified Lover Boy completely outclassed is the production. And obviously, that's not to Drake's fault. You know, that's not what he does. This is what Kanye does. Yeah. But I mean, I think it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, just a little bit more, and then we can kind of give our final thoughts. But uh, to piggyback off the Andre 3000, because I think it is kind of a big you know, talking point. Andre 3000 was supposed to be on Donda. Apparently Kanye reached out to 3K about recording a verse about his mom. He did, but Kanye didn't tell him he planned to release it as the clean version. But in order to hold the integrity of 3000's verse, like Cam said, uh, Kanye decided to not include it on the album. Uh, Kanye also flipped the song. I think, I think, uh, Andre 3K recorded his verse first, and then for some reason Kanye decided to flip it and make it a diss track towards Drake. Very weirdo behavior, in my personal opinion. And then Drake somehow got a hold of the song and leaked it. Also kind of weirdo behavior. And then uh, played 7 a.m. on the Brittle Path immediately after it. Yeah, just just so weird. So did that did he premiere that on his radio? It was show? like OVO Sound Radio. Okay, okay. I didn't know that part. I just thought he like leaked it online or something. But um yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard that song, but it is really, really good. So yeah. go check that out. Uh I, I mean that would have made Donda even more better than it than it is. But uh three stacks is a goat whenever he pops in i just it, it annoys me that three stacks gets um caught up in this drake kanye beef it's kind of annoying because 3k we all if you're a hip-hop fan you want a solo 3k album you have for a long time and uh, he pops up and does these verses and it's just it's awesome and for him to get wrapped up in this stupid beef not that that was not his intention it's kind of annoying so uh you know he released a statement and he said he wants to work with kendrick little Tyler, baby the creator little baby jay-z like i hope he gets those chances uh because 3k seems to me like a genuine good guy uh so i hope he gets those chances but um but i think that's an l on drake's part because kanye wasn't going to put it out yeah, you know, no, so I think that's yeah. an L on Drake's part. Like, why would you do that? Because because I get why you would do yeah. that, but yeah. like, I don't get it. Yeah. Kanye didn't put it out for a reason, right? Um, okay, the, I'm gonna skip this next question just because that we'll talk about it when we do our debate domination. Um, so, uh, did you guys hear about the STEM player? Do we know about the yeah, stem player? Okay. Yeah. So do you think Donda would be a different listening experience on this new stem player? Um, just just over the course of, you know, a week and a half, I guess. Um, the, I have a podcast that I listen to. It's called Dissect Podcast. And they take each season, they take an album and break it down line by line, word by word, and it's insane. They've done To Pimp a Butterfly, they've done My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Blonde, they've done really some really good albums. And uh, they're doing this cool new thing with TikTok where there's like musical Easter eggs. And already so far, he's found that if you take the drums off jail at the very end, put them underneath the chorus, and then he also found, so you know at the beginning when it said, dun dun, Dun, dun. If you really like think about it, it kind of sounds like Donda. So he took the Donda chant 
overlaid it on dunda dunda underlaid the the drums and then the chorus it sounds really cool and he played it um so what i'm saying with that is i think things like that were intended from kanye in a very future forward thinking type of way where if you get this stem player the stem player allows you to cut and kind of manipulate the songs to what you want to listen i think that if it works and it's cool and people um, do their thing and, you know, put it online of what you can create with what's already there. I think that is a very future thing that could break the music industry. Like that could be the new thing, which uh, I think that's very cool of Kanye to do. Um, all honestly kind of makes me want to get the stem player. Uh, but what, I guess, what do you think of that with the whole stem player deal? I think if you're really into mixing music, it could be cool. Uh, for me, it pers- personally isn't something I'm interested in like getting. I think some people can make some really cool beats out of it, but I like to just let the artists make the beats. I just like to listen to them. That that's that's a fair that's a fair statement. I just think it's interesting. Like, if 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 he truly did intend all the Donna chant jail and then the the drums at the end of jail, I just wonder what other Easter eggs are in there that he wanted you to kind of find and play with. I think that that's a hard road to go to, because if, if, if that's the way it was, but why didn't he just do it? I know. I, I, I know. It, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I think people look too much into things. That and could it, be. And they make Easter eggs where, I mean, they're giving Kanye a little bit too much credit. But, I mean, if that's the way. I, 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 I don't know. Say, I don't know. It's just, a, yeah. What do you think? It's cool. I'm not spending $200 on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Check out the STEM player. Uh, real quick, um, a little bit of streaming numbers. So Donda versus uh, Certified Lover Boy. Um, and take this as you will. It's not. A, it's just a sample size. It's not the whole thing. But Donda, the first day um, on Spotify, streamed 94.5 million times. The second day... Uh, it was streamed 102.1 million times. Certified Lover Boy the first day was 153.4 million, so he outdid Kanye on the first day. But the second day, CLB only did 89.9 million. Um, does this mean anything to you guys? I know it's only two days, but um, does that say anything? Well, no. yes and no. It's interesting. It is interesting. I think I think it speaks more to Kanye's rollout than anything. People listen yeah. to it on the second day than than the first day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it being it being on a Sunday. Yeah. That could be. And what it's like no announcement. It was just rare. Right. Like, right. I it, also think a lot of people got uh like disappointed with cer- certified lover boy, so more people stopped listening after that second day. Yeah. It. To your point about it just being there, I don't. We didn't really fully touch on this, but Kanye posted something on Instagram saying that Universal, the parent company of Def Jam, put out the album without his approval. Um, I don't know. That's don't so. That's that, yeah. so weird to me. Cap. You think yeah, that's Cap? Think okay. Cap okay. I guess we're calling Cap. But if um, not, thank you to them because that album might have never dropped. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, We'll get back into the Kanye Drake talk, but I we have to talk about this Kendrick Lamar verse. Uh, Baby Keem put out a new song called Family Ties with Kendrick Lamar. They are cousins. Um, 
I guess give me your thoughts. I'm assuming all of us have heard this song. Um, what what do we think about this song? Cam, go first. You've been going last lately. I mean, this song is gas. It's the return of King Kendrick. Yeah, buddy. buddy. Yeah, Kendrick buddy. is back. And Don't you address me unless it's with faux letters. I still think he's the best rapper ever, honestly. I, I really do. And, uh, yeah, he, he after not getting him for so, so long, just having him back is like, damn. So I he am, comes correct. I'm comes ready correct. for his album. That's all I can say. Like, I'm just yeah. shocked at how strong he still is rapping. Like, it's amazing. I, I honestly, if I'm being honest, I think this song probably is the best out of anything. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think it's the song of 2021 so far, in my humble opinion. Yeah. But it's very good. But one thing I just got to say something to Cam. Kendrick being the goat. I, 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 I didn't. I when he cut like Kendrick doesn't miss, but he just in quantity my, over in, quantity. In my opinion, you he you can't have three four albums and be the goat. Okay, he, I, I, quality I, over quantity. I respect that opinion. I, quality I, over quantity is my comeback to that. I his he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss, but I I can't consider him the goat when he he only has four albums. So I think we're all getting lost in Baby Keem, too, because Baby he, Keem he did it. I was about to bring it back to Baby Keem. Okay. What do you his, want to go for, kid? His verse on that song, I, I, I'm, I don't think I've ever listened to Baby Keem before this. And so I was kind of going in, like, who's this guy? I'm just going to get an insane Kendrick verse with, like, an average rap verse in between. But Baby Keem, he, does, he goes off in this song. I love his part so much. It's it's not like a part I would skip ever, but I could also see how a lot of people like don't like it because I was talking to my friend and he was like, oh, I really don't like the Baby Keem verse. And I think it's because like his voice, Some I don't know, but I really like his verse. I think Ken goes like, off. I honestly feel like two different songs yeah. in one. Yeah, yeah. It's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this morning, Baby Keem announced his album, The Melodic Blue, drops September 10th, this Friday, upcoming Friday. I will be listening to that now. You will be listening now. So so this song made you excited for The Melodic Blue. I yeah. Mean, I, you'll, I, be, you'll be tuned in? I also will be tuned in, but not just because it, one song doesn't do it for me. It was his verse on Donda, too, that got me going. He did yeah. have a verse on Donda, too. Verse on Donda. He... He is definitely trending so upward at the perfect time for him right now. Drops this, is on Donda. Um, yeah, he, he's riding the wave for sure. Uh, so he also said that this song, Family Ties, and his song, he has a song with Travis Scott called Do Rag Activity. Both of them will be on the Melodic Blue. So don't sleep on this album. This album could I be- have heard Do Rag Acti- Activity. I like that song. Yeah, it's a, it's a, dope, it's a dope track. Um, yeah, Kendrick just, man, I'm telling you, quality over quantity. This man, when he comes, he... Cannot wait for that next album. He The jaws drop, man. So uh, I want to talk about this as well, because Kendrick, it seems like potentially uh, a rollout for him is kind of looped into this song. Um, so I'm going to read this and we can kind of break it down. So Kendrick also posted uh, before this song, I believe, Um, on social media for the first time in a long, long time um, prior, like I said, to the song's release. It included a message that said, quote, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. 
The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months with that with no phone. Uh, love, loss, and grief has have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TV album, I feel joy to have been part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, there's a beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Oklahoma. Oklahoma? That, so he's using that as a moniker. Uh, so end quote. That That is the uh, message that he posted on um, his social media and website. So let's discuss some bullet bolded points here throughout this uh, post. Number one, I'm interested to hear this from you guys. Do you like the idea of going extended periods without a phone? I, I'll, I'll go first. So him saying he goes months with, without a phone. Insane. I strive to be on that level. I know I discussed this with Cam a little bit, but being a creator, being an artist, you know, I, I, I can call myself a filmmaker now. Um, I hope to have family and friends around me who I don't need to talk to on the phone. They're there. I have the money uh, that I want and need and no phone for months at a time. That just sounds so awesome to me. I don't, I don't know. I strive to be on that level, but I'm excited. I'm interested to hear your guys' take. But like, why? <laughs> You're just, there, there, there's like a solitude and at peace with like being off the grid. I feel like I'm going to lose all my off the grid. <laughs> I'm going to lose. I'm gonna lose all my Snapchat streaks. How could I do that? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing. Yeah, I. No, no I think it is good for artists to get away from everything and just like not let outside noise affect their thought process. Just let them do them. That sounds it sounds sound like a very Kendrick thing yeah. to do, uh, and I think that is what makes him one of the the best to ever do it. Um, is being so cryptic and being so. You just get the passion and everything that he does. Even, um, even that message. And, even the, that and, message. And the thoughtfulness and everything, right, everything right, that he does. Right. Um, and I think – and what I, I want to make it clear that I'm a huge Kendrick fan, and I think that he is one of the greatest of all time. I just My one knock on him is I, 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 he, I wish he would put out more music. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, number two uh, question from this message. Kendrick said this will be his final TDE album, but does that mean this will be his last album ever? To me personally, I think um, he has already come out and said that him and Baby Keem and Dave Free um, are doing this PG Lang. Um, they didn't really say what it is. It's a record label slash uh film production company just it's like this imprint if you will pg lang so i personally think that this will be his last album with tde and then he's going to do the rest of his career on pg lang kind of under his own um owner if you will he's going to be the owner and uh i i think people when that when this message first came out s sat on the final tde album too much and uh 
I, I sincerely think we're going to get more from Kendrick and maybe, maybe it won't be in an album form. Maybe he'll be like a rep record label head where he's just coming and bringing in new talent. I think Kendrick will not, you know, be go away after this album, in my humble opinion, but I could be wrong. That would be like what a very think? Kendrick thing to do though. Mm. It's just, all right, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, I think it would be putting out like a smash hit album that's like cover to cover yeah. it's very similar to damn and then just going off into the sunset yeah like that, yeah. that's a kendrick thing to do <laughs> yeah i could see it but i'm just trying to convince myself that it's that's not what it is see like, for me though like just going back to like the black panther soundtrack like he curated that and he's kind of the head of that he's on it yeah and and obviously he was on it but i mean like i i could see him doing things like that i could see him you know directing music videos i could see him acting he was great in power i don't know if you guys watch power oh, yeah. and remember that but uh crackhead kenny was awesome like i think he has the power to act uh i just don't think we will see the end of kendrick after this album and uh if we do obviously he's he's gonna be good and do his thing but i i hope we don't see the end he gives me big like Kawhi leonard vibes in the sense of like yeah. Kawhi's done playing basketball we are never going to see him again. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get Kawhi on a song. I was surprised to see him in a Drake video. Like, it did not fit his personality. Not right? at all. And especially on a song like Way Too Sick. Yeah, I think that's why it's so funny. But That's uh, the best song ever. But yeah. All right. So number three question off this uh, message. How soon is soon enough? Um, do we do we all think that we're getting a Kendrick Lamar album in 2021? Yeah, I think no. we'll get it by the end of the year. Cam no. says no. Ty says yes. What do you say, Cade? No, but that would make it just an insane year for music. Could you imagine? Just knowing, just knowing Kendrick, he's not going to extend the rollout. The rollout has started. I I I would agree. I I don't know. I I I'm I'm, I'm thinking this is uh, optimistic thinking, but I I say we get it in 21 um, i think i could see i see early 22 early 22 maybe i can see early 22 that's well. what i'm thinking that's but, why i said no to 21 so i'm gonna go late 22 is my guess early 22 22 is your guess late late 2020 i think it's gonna be a little bit it's gonna be a minute yeah okay. so i try not to put too much stock into this but there have been a couple reports going around that uh, people somehow found some copyrighted title tracks. I did see that by Kendrick. Yeah, I did see that. Um, so people are saying like, yeah, I, I don't know how many, yeah, how many. It was like seven or eight. Yeah, but so to me that means it's coming. And I, but again, I'm not putting too much stock into that because it could be fake. It could be you know dumb, fake news or something. But um, to me, something's coming, especially when Kendrick. Kendrick comes out with a message like this and a verse like this. It, Kendrick does everything very intentionally. I, um, I agree. Are there, uh, while we're on the topic, of, I'm just curious of what you guys think. Of, are there any features that that will that you want to see on, on with Kendrick or that you'll that you think that we'll get? Rihanna, I want to see Rihanna again. Yeah, I think that I think him and her were great. I yeah. want to see Rihanna again, and we haven't heard from her in God knows. The thing, the thing with Kendrick is. Um, you know, if he's putting out a project, it's not going to be like a Drake album where it's just an, or a Kanye album where it's just an A-list cast of features. Mm. There will be a story. There will be a cohesive message. So if an artist fits that cohesive message, 
Yeah, I can see it. Oh, but they have a really good one. So going to Kendrick's, I, I don't think this will happen because I doesn't. I don't think it will really fit the theme of Kendrick albums. But I think Kendrick and Lil Baby. I, I think that would be crazy. I would love that. That would be insane. But it's very high praise from people like within the like rap. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening because I don't see him really fitting in the album. Right. But I think that's my number one I want right now. Right. If, awesome. you, if you think about it, like going back to like to Pimp Butterfly, like I think Snoop Dogg was on that. But like I, I think as a West Coast artist like Kendrick, I think that's a dream feature to get. But Snoop didn't spit a verse. Like he literally, you know, said a pre-hook, if you will. Like that could be the, the art. The artist has to fit the message. And I think it's so hard to predict features, especially on a Kendrick album specifically for that reason. But I'm excited. If I have to pick a collab that I want, it's obviously J. Cole and Kendrick. Mm -hmm. But I personally think if we're going to get that, it's going to be on the fall off for J. Cole's album. But um, I don't know. I'm so, so I can't tell you how excited I am for a Kendrick album. If this may, I'm willing to die on this hill. If he puts out a good album, I don't care if it's great. If it's a good album, he's the goat. He is. He's you know it's gonna be great. He's it's the all time goat. Like if he puts out a, a decent album that is Section Eighty, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp Butterfly, Damn, like this man, this man is the all time goat. If he puts out a decent album on the next, yeah. I think before it's all said and done, I think Kendrick will can be the goat, but I just don't think he's the goat yet. Okay. All right. We'll see with this one, baby. Uh, one more, one more point that I wanna, I wanna talk about is the the Oklahoma uh, moniker, if you will. It seems like Kendrick always picks a moniker. So in Damn, he was Kung Fu Kenny. Um, on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, he had the whole Lucy and Uncle Sam monikers with the voice. Um, and he's just very intentional with everything he puts out. And so also with the uh, Family Ties music video, the superimposed text, even in the preview and in the actual music video, uh, it's Baby Keem. And then it also has Oklahoma. And he also with this, um, obvious, obviously with this message, he, you know, signed it as Oklahoma. So what do we think that means? Do we have any takes, any predictions? Um, do you think it will tie into the album? Do you oh, think yeah. it's anything... It'll tie, it'll tie into the album. What did it mean? I, I have no idea. I'm going to let Kendrick tell me what it means. That's I fair. Don't know. That's <laughs> fair. The only thing I can potentially decipher, and I don't even know if I can put it into words, is his whole thing with the, the brother um, reoccurring motif on Family Ties. I just think it has it's going to have something to do with race, maybe a tongue-in-cheek way. Um, like it just, When he's saying brother, he's saying it in kind of a rednecky type way. I just think that... There, there's some connection there in my opinion I, I obviously don't know what it will be but i think it's going to be a moniker for his next album so i'm excited to see what it's going to be um anything else on baby keem kendrick let's keep it rolling all right um just briefly i am excited about this album so i wanted to include it here uh montero by lil nas x um he is the king of social media he's hilarious on twitter um, he, 
he <laughs> jumped on a certified love boy. And I don't know if you guys saw yeah. that, but posted himself <laughs> with, with being pregnant. He's just so funny. Um, he is hilarious. And he announced his album is coming. Uh, man, I didn't put that on here. I think it's like the 23rd. Oh, I think it's the 17th. Oh, it's the 17th. 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 Um, he put out a video to reveal the artwork for his album and the features. The album will include Jack Harlow. We already have the song Industry Baby, which is a jam. Uh, we're going to get Doja Cat, Elton John, Megan Thee Stallion, and Miley Cyrus. Really excited for that Elton, Elton John uh, collab. That'll be really cool. Kid Cudi also reached out on Twitter and said he'd like to work with him. So who knows? Maybe we'll get him on a deluxe version of some sort. But what what do we expect from from this album? Um, yeah, I I'm I'm ex in in the same boat with you. I'm excited for this album. I, my expectations are like super high, but like I think it will be good. I, to your point, I he in the modern era, I think Lil Nas has used social media better than any artist. Yeah. Um, and with maybe the exception of Jack Harlow, but Jack Harlow is just funny. Uh, <laughs> he is. But, yeah, no, he is. Yeah, but. <laughs> promoting his music Lil Nas X is probably the best um in the video that he put out with like the track list and, yeah. and the features out was really really cool and I think very well done that he's so, always very good with his videos like the, yeah um and then the cover art for the album I think is really cool too um and I think I it, this has potential to have some really good songs like like you said the Elton John one I have high expectations for that one the Miley Cyrus one will probably be pretty good too um this is gonna be a smash hit like you will hear another way you've cut it on the radio. radio yeah, you sure. will hear it. Like, sure. It is amazing. It will be great. I can yeah. guarantee you that. I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited for this. I love the Marvel rollout. The, he yeah. calls it the Montero Cinematic Universe. That's awesome. That cool. And he's got all his characters from his music videos. I, I think that's sweet. The album's gonna be really good in my opinion. Hopefully. This album definitely has, like, Grammy potential. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Great. I mean, we haven't really seen much, like, this is his first album, right? Yeah. yeah. That, Counting that, his EP. The 7 uh, was EP with the Old Town Road. He just kind of drops singles every couple months, and they all just blow up. That's just what he does. So I'm excited to get an album from him, see how it goes. I, him and Jack Harlow together. Is, I, I, I that was that, quite a yeah. it's, a, it's a really good song. Yeah. Um. One thing with him is, like, he is quite the artist. Like, yeah. his music is an art as well. Like, a lot of it is, like, you know, the songs feel kind of, like, because they're singles, they feel, like, one off you. But, like, in terms of, like, the album cover and his videos, he is an artist. Like, yeah. it is impressive. Yeah. A lot of people, like, like to slander him and, like, pigeonhole him into, like, the Old Town Road, like, the meme music. But I think he, he is actually a really good yeah, artist. Yeah, he is. And I just Have you guys seen the uh, album cover? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is solid. I, I really like it. Yeah, I just think he's so authentically himself, and it's it 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 has to come off in his music. Like it, it yeah. just like I just think it's gonna be a really good album. It's gonna be a hit. So, um, before we get into uh, little movies, TV, are you guys listening to anything else? Any albums or songs you want to shout out? Blue Notes Two came out with Meek Mill and Uzi. Little like Meek that. Mill and Uzi. Tri Trippy Red's album, Don't Sleep On It, is oh, good. Geez, Trippy Red's album is trash. Um, <laughs> Betrayal, that song, Betrayal. Okay, yeah. Same, same yeah. exact beat the whole album. And the, and the one with Lil Holy Smokes Holy is Smokes is but gas. Every man. beat is the same. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like it. I, I, I like... I like uh, Trey, I only got 20 minutes yeah, left. Yeah, it's a handful of songs. Yeah, okay. I Say that again. That. 
I only got 20 minutes left, just letting you know. Okay. Um, all right. Well, since we have that, um, let me let me let, let, let give us your your list then. Oh. So okay, so a little so, for the rest of us, we're going to do. Uh, everyone's doing, you know, their Drake albums, their Kanye albums, their rankings. We're gonna do since they're beefing a little bit. We're gonna combine them and we're gonna talk about uh, who we think is going to be the the bigger artist in the grand scheme of things moving forward. So it's gonna be fun. So uh, you give us your list and we'll. Talk about Am I doing the full the full thing because I I have not written this down. I'm looking at the albums and this is just gonna be. Oh, my so putting them on the spot. Yeah, you guys can absolutely flame me if you okay, want. Okay, so do you want to do this or do should we just keep going? Do you, would you rather talk about Spider Man? I'll let you talk. No, I want to do this. I think it's fun, but I'm probably only gonna do like top ten. That's fine. That's what I'm gonna do too. That's fine. All right. Scrubs, so. So at number one, I'm gonna start off with. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy for okay. Kanye. Okay. Um, number two, I'm gonna do Take Care from Drake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> already getting flamed here. Oh no! Let him do his thing. Let's hear it. Oh, it's so tough. There's a lot. Uh, um, we're doing it live, boys. Yeah, we are. Um, number three. Ah. Uh, I'm going to go late registration for Kanye. Oh, okay. Late registration. Okay, I respect that. Uh, number four. Uh, <laughs> He's thinking so hard on that. I want to say views. <laughs> I want to say views, but I know I'm going to get killed for it. No, come on. No, I'll say views. I'll say views for number four. These are just personally my favorites. So, um, number five, I'm gonna go with nothing was the same. Number six, um, <laughs> uh, number six, graduate or no, the life of Pablo. Wow, over graduation. Okay, oh, and college dropout. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number seven, college dropout. Um, number eight, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. That might be higher, but number eight, if you're reading this, it's too late. Number nine, Donda. Wow, okay. And then number 10, we're going to go with, uh, what's it called? Number 10, we're going with 808s. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Okay. I I have more Kanye in there, but me personally, I think Drake is better. So that's weird, but I do have more Kanye in there. Okay. Okay. So tell me, what do you hate about the list? (laughs) I mean. Bro, how can you put. No, go for it. Let's do it. I don't know how you can put college dropout that low, man. See, for these are my personal favorites. Okay, so you want to think about it. That like I didn't listen to it when it dropped. I've only listened to it like later on. And I think I've only listened to it all the way through, front to back, like twice. But like it does have really solid songs. I do like it. So I wanna go back. 
but yeah, it's my. It's trying to flame you, but uh, so you went I, more so for like your personal favorites. Yeah, the ones I personally like have the most connections with. That's that's fair. All right. Um, okay. So, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is the solidified number one. I don't try I, to argue on that. I I would agree, but I hope somebody combats that because it'll be funny to flame them. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's gonna agree. Yeah, for time, maybe. Does anybody have Ty's any a, thoughts Ty's on big views, guys? Anybody have any thoughts on Cade's list before we get into some spidey talk? Ty had to have liked the uh, the views at I <laughs> What did he, he say? He said he thought you were gonna put it number one. No, <laughs> what? I'll do it. I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, all right all right well we're gonna do our list probably when kate has to leave so i i want to get into some spider-man talk here because it was also a big thing um as of late so let's let's get into it um spider-man no way home trailer the trailer broke avengers end games record for the most views in 24 hours with 355.5 million views on youtube um Breaking down the trailer itself, it's apparent that Spidey is still public enemy number one, picking up right where the storyline left off in Far From Home uh, because Mysterio outed him as Peter Parker to the world. Peter Parker seeks help from Doctor Strange and asks him to cast a spell to reverse this, everyone knowing that he's Spider-Man. As Strange casts the spell, he reveals the entire world will forget Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Peter interrupts the spell by pleading with him to make it so MJ, Ned, and Aunt May will still remember. This causes a just tell them again. Though. <laughs> this causes a <laughs> disruption in the spell, as well as potentially the multiverse itself. Um, he, Doctor Strange, then says, "We tamper with the stability of space and time. We get glimpses of Electro, Sandman, Green Goblin, and then we see Doc Ock pop out at the end and say, "Hello, Peter." Uh, some other Easter eggs we get, um, black, black suit Spider-Man, possibly Matt Murdock slash Daredevil's arm, which I know Charlie Cox said that's not his arm, but who knows? He very well could be lying. Uh, we got the Mephisto hints that we can talk about. Did I, did I miss any Easter eggs that you guys did you say Electro? Yep. Electro. Did you say Lizard? Said Green Goblin. What'd you say, Cade? You say Lizard? We see Lizard in there? People's... There's like a little thing in the back that kind of looks like lizard, so possibly. Okay, I have not heard that one, but okay, we got lizard potentially. Um, okay, so with all that being said, what are your theories? Um, yeah, what are, what are our theories? So I, for me, I think this one, like, there's literally like infinite possibilities, so it's it's hard <laughs> to tell. The expectations are through the roof, so like... For everyone, in my opinion, because everyone's just like, uh-huh. is this anticipated MCU movie? No, no. Infinity War or Endgame okay. is higher. All time. No, no. Huh? I said all time. So okay, yeah, you're no. good. Keep going with what you're saying. Sorry to interrupt you. But I, I hope we get to see the other Spider-Man. I'm honestly, if we didn't see them, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be very upset. Like, it'd be really cool to, but I also just, like, if we don't, that's fine. I'm excited for all the villains coming back. It's it's going to be nice watching Spider-Man actually fight 
some like solid villains in his movie because I didn't think the last ones he fought were very solid, like strong. Like you had a dude with wings and then a dude with drones. That was pretty much it. <laughs> so Aiden over here. No, I I like the movies. I'm just saying he hasn't fought a really really strong villain yet. So seeing him take on these villains will be nice to see. I'm very excited. How does that work? Gonna, well, how does what work? How does a guy with robot arms? How is he stronger than a guy with uh, vulture wings? Because he's been in a movie before. That's so he's automatically better. Yeah, he's just better. <laughs> That's uh, no, but you have to admit, Electro's stronger than both those people. Yeah. So my um, one beef with I, I'm gonna say my beef, and then I'm gonna kind of hopefully this is the the thought process behind it with the trailer is it. Peter Parker just walks up to Doctor Strange like, hey, let's change the timeline. Doctor Strange like, okay, let's do it. So here's the thing. Can I, I, can I interrupt you? So I think what my, uh, and I've, I've said the Mephesto theory. Yeah. So I think there's two lines of thinking, and we have the scrolls that we're going to be dealing with. So yeah. I think that's either not Doctor Strange, and there's theories out there that are speculating that it's either Mephesto or a scroll. I would be okay with that. I just think in the trailer, I... I just and it just goes against everything that Doctor Strange really stands for because he's protecting the timeline, the the timekeeper. Also, I also, see I see Cam shaking his oh, head, but okay. that it, it literally the entire um, uh, end game. He's like, there's only one possibility, and that's the only way that he'll do it. And I, I just, it just did not seem like Doctor Strange. So to me. I per- this is my personal theory. So has everyone seen Loki? No. Nope. Oh my god. You scrub. I okay, you told me to wait for you and then we never watched it. But then also I I'm also really excited for Doctor Strange and Spider-Man together. Kind of it's not really a spoiler but it kind of is a spoiler. So I'm sorry. You but, want me to just Yeah, sure. You're Muppet if you want. Okay, so I personally think that it's a variant of Doctor Strange. And it the, the thing is it could be the, infinite possibilities no, be. because the multiverse is 100% a thing here. And I don't know. I, I think it's a I think it's a variant of Doctor Strange. Or I do like the Mephisto the, that theory, but um, but I do think scrolls are going to be a part of. Uh, but how would a scroll cast that spell? I just I, I think know. I think they're going. I I think that's going to play a bigger role further down the phase. I think we're we're getting that Secret of Invasion uh, Disney Plus series, so I think that'll become more apparent and. The thing with the multiverse is literally anything can happen. So they can come in. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I agree with you that that didn't seem like Doctor Strange, but yeah, it could to, be to your many point, of things. To your point about the variant, I don't know if you guys seen the the what if Doctor Strange. Yeah, that one. too. I, I mean, really good, it, really good, but super it, dark. It does it does lean into your theory of maybe it is right, like, a different, a, a different. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it could be. Doctor Strange is built to be like an arrogant character. Like, that's how he was before he became Doctor Strange, all that. Right. So I could see that him thinking, yeah, I can handle this. No but I problem. feel like that was part of his character arc is to kind of grow past that. So you don't think it ever comes back? I, I don't know. If I, I, I don't think Doctor Strange would ever just change the timeline for Peter Parker. Just like, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Why does he do it? He, I think, 
Yeah, weird? it's not Doctor Strange in my opinion. That's okay. the reason the sanctuary is frozen. Uh, and crazy theory on TikTok about her. I don't yeah. think Doctor Strange would do that spell without like telling Peter like what not to do before, like telling him everything about it. Because that's how he is. He like tells you exactly what you have to do. In my opinion, I think he would yeah. like not let Peter screw that yeah. spell up like that. I don't know. It, yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I still think I, that is my beef with it, but I also think they have to set up the multiverse. And it's so. also very intended. Like it's a trailer and it could be juking us a little bit. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. So it, I thought for it being a trailer, it did its job. It was awesome. It was oh, fun. It was crazy. Um, Right, so let's talk a little bit more about. You said you hope you see the Spider-Mans. Will we see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, for sure to, think yes. so. If there is old villains coming back, there has to be old heroes coming back. I don't know. I'm yeah. leaning towards no. I I think we could because Tom Holland was on Instagram saying my MJ. I think we could see, potentially see uh, old Mary Jane too. Well, when when the rumors first dropped. Um, What's her name? I'm missing it. Um, Hello, Peter. What's that's that one? the line right there that tells me that the old Spider-Man are in it. That yeah. old Doc Ock, he's not just going to see Tom Holland and be like, oh, look, it's Peter Parker. He's going to see Tobey Maguire. He's going to say, oh, that's Peter. Hello, Peter. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I don't know if we see him. I'm leaning towards no. I don't. I just don't think Marvel's going to put him in. So for familiar, expectations, Peter. I, I, I think for a lot of people... They will be disappointed if we don't get them. And I'm leaning towards we won't get them. I won't be disappointed. I, really, I honestly will. It, it's literally set up softball lob perfect for to get the multiple. Oh, it definitely is. But I, I don't know. so easy to. Marvel don't miss, man. Let's not, let's not act like uh, Marvel yeah, misses. They should miss. It's a, it's a literal. When they're not in the movie, we can go back to it. Back to this podcast and say, I said they're not in the movie. And if they don't, they'll find a way to like still make the movie great. Though. I they don't it, yeah. The movie will still be good without them. I just think it's a perfect opportunity to make it just like elite. It level. would be. It would be crazy. But it if you be- do get that shot with all three Spider Men, that would. That's. Oh, people are gonna stand up and start clapping. Dude, it'd <laughs> be crazy. So, uh, do you think? And this is kind of tricky because the whole Sony versus Disney Marvel thing. But do you think they're building towards a Sinister Six? So Lizard probably wouldn't fit into that, but let's count it out. So we have. I mean, he could. Why not? Well, let's see here. So we have Doc Ock, we have Green Goblin, yep. Sandman, Sandman, Electro. We'll also have Vulture. I don't know if Venom's going to be. However, so I. Vulture, trailer, Vulture is also showing up in that. Um, what's that movie? What's his name? With Jared Leto. God, I can't remember the name. Mor- Morbius. Morbius. Did you say Venom could be in the movie? No, I, it, Ty just threw that out there. But For me, I don't know if I would like Venom's animation style. Like, if they kept the same one from the Venom movie, I don't know if I'd like that in the Marvel Universe. Just the style-wise, I don't know. But If you look, it looks almost like Sandman is protecting Spider-Man from Electro in the trailer. Well, which they wouldn't did, fit that character. Yeah, because they did end on good note. Yeah, at the very yeah, end. Right, yeah, right. So. It should be interesting. Do we see, will we see uh, Daredevil 
Uh, Charlie Cox from the Netflix series. No, it's rumored. It's rumored. It's rumored. Everything's rumored. Daredevil is like my... He's one of my favorites. You can throw out anything and it could be rumored. What about the Fantastic Four? I, if, if That's I had, the tricky thing about the multiverse. If, I had, to, if I had to pick a, um, like a wish list deal of like what Marvel movie I would want to write, it's a Daredevil movie. So... If I had to pick one cameo, just like any cameo I could put in there, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool and Spider-Man would be... You never know. You never know because... Uh, Deadpool and Spider-Man would just be the best. That would be awesome. In the comics, I believe, they work together a lot. Yeah, they do. That would be cool because we know we're getting a Deadpool 3 in the MCU, so... Uh, I also... I'm not going to reveal it because I'm keeping this one in the tuck, but I have the best, like... If I were a writer in the writer's room, like, I have the best joke for Deadpool in the MCU. It would be great. Um, <laughs> we'll see. But any uh, any other predictions? Uh, what, what do we think on on Spidey? Uh, I covered all everything I got. All right. Let's keep it. Mysterio's an a-hole. Yeah, screw <laughs> that. Why do you have to go and do that? <laughs> what a good guy. All right. Let's keep it moving to uh, the Eternals. Um, so I'll just break down the trailer here. The return of the population from the snap, um, provided the necessary energy for the emergence of deviants. The Eternals came to earth 7,000 years ago to protect humans from these deviants. Uh, we get a glimpse of Kit Harrington, who will play the Black Knight. This cast is incredible. Um, the Eternals were instructed not to interfere in human activity unless deviants were involved. So uh, that's really the gist of, like, the background, if you will, of Eternals. But uh, what do we think of this movie? I personally think this could, this has the potential to be the most visually stunning Marvel movie. I think it's interesting because we're getting Oscar-winning director from um, uh, Chloe Zoe, I couldn't remember her name for a second, from uh, Nomadland. And uh, she's directing this movie. I also heard, we may have discussed this on a previous podcast, that she is using minimal CGI. Like, I, maybe, I think it's using actual scenery. Yeah, so the, the sets themselves are more practical. Uh, obviously, there's going to be CGI with the deviants and all that. But um, I don't know. I just think this has the potential to be a beautiful visual movie. Um, and I'm excited for this one. I, I like the idea of a new team coming that we don't know a lot about and pretend, potentially winning our hearts similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. This feels a lot more drama-based than Guardians of the Galaxy, which is very comedic. But uh, what, what do we think of this movie? Are we excited? What did you think of the trailer itself? I'm excited. I think this will be different than what we've seen from Marvel in the past. In what way? Just, just the tone that you get from the Eternals themselves. Would you agree it's a little more drama? Yeah. You do get a couple jokes here and there because it's Marvel, but... Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I think they bring it up in the trailer, like, where the heck, like, you got Thanos and all these, right. like, right. they couldn't intervene then. Right. Um, so, that that is a, a, a good point. Uh, it'll be interesting I, to see, like, the villain and what they're fighting against and stuff. I'm I'm very excited. I think I already said this on the previous podcast. I'm just going to say it one more time. 
The only worry I have with this movie is how many characters it actually has. It's going to be hard to make a connection with how many different, how many new people are they adding in? I don't even know a lot. It's it's yeah. like we said that of like ten, right? Or like eight. The yeah. same argument I made about Guardians, though, and yeah, I mean uh, that's gonna probably, be hard to make those connections. Yeah, they have. They'll probably have to find like like connections between multiple characters. Yeah, and that's what you like. Th- that those are the storylines you'll pick up on, I would assume, but. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for this one. Don't sleep. So, yeah, I, it'll be good. Um, I'm not really sure, like, 100% of the villain's going to be. like, But, I mean... Well, we have our be, predictions. We, well, I know yeah. what you wanted to say. I know who I want, but, like, there's no way. So, Cam, Cam wants to see Galactus. That's too early. I know it's too early. He's going to be a big... He's going to be a big bad. Yeah, it's way too early, but... We break, should we break it to Kate, who's going to be no, the big bad? No, okay. Out for himself. okay. Um, <laughs> I have to leave. But it's going to be a minute until we see Galactus. So I have to go. I'm excited. To, I'll listen back, listen to your Kanye albums, Flame You in Chat, or Kanye Drake albums. And then uh, two things I want to say. Did you guys see Battlefield 20, oh, 2042 trailer? You put it in the. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw yeah. That game, that game could be game of the year. That game looks like it's going back to Battlefield Four. Gameplay mechanics looks insane. Uh, Call of Duty, nothing really stuck out to me in that new trailer. I like just, Splitgate. What? Splitgate. Splitgate is a crazy fun competitive game. It it's just Halo with portals. It's, it's awesome. Great. It's simple. The developers don't try and do too much. All right, that's all I got. Nebraska sucks. True. All right, see ya. All right, peace. See you, scrub. All right, all right. Um, We are back. Cade had to dip because he had baseball scrimmage today. Um, We're going to keep it rolling. Got Kill a Cam and Two Fly Tie Tie in the studio. Um, next point, we just wrapped up our talk about the Eternals trailer. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to stick with Marvel. Anthony Mackie closed the deal to sign or to excuse me to star in the fourth Captain America movie. Uh, if you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's awkward because we just spoiled it for you. Uh, Ca- Anthony Mackie is the next Captain America. Um, are we excited to see another Captain America movie? Um, how do we think it's going to fit in this phase of the MCU or potentially the next one? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, how can you not be excited for any Marvel movie at all, right? Hold up real quick. No. Should be on. Yeah, you're on. You just got to talk louder. <laughs> I just need to put it closer <laughs> to me then. Is that, is that better? Yeah, you're better. Okay, yeah. I mean, how can you not be excited for any Marvel movie? Um, I, It's just, it feels very, like, in terms of the scale of the MCU, it's getting bigger. Right. But this movie feels smaller. Right. So And when, I, when, when you say smaller, it means more like, like grounded. Yeah, yeah. Because right, like, right. Like everything else is like space and yeah. the Eternals. And so this feels almost small. Right. I mean, spy, even Spider-Man, a very grounded character, right? Dealing with the whole multiverse. Right, like, exactly. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I hope it's big, though. So um, We're passing the mic back and forth, so I am tapping in here. Um <laughs> I am excited for to see Anthony Mackie as Captain America, uh, especially how 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended um, and how that show, how that arc in that show took place. And I'm curious to see if they'll keep bleeding over into the actual movie, if they'll touch on uh, social issues, political issues. I was Um, just going to say, with the racial and social topics they touch on. I I think they have an opportunity to do so, and I'd be interested, um, and I'd be here for it, and I think it would be a good opportunity for them uh, um, to touch on some things like that. And Anthony Mackie did a great job in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, and I think he'd do a, a, a great job on the big screen too. Uh, agreed. Um, I did see a rumor that the showrunner from um, Falcon Winter Soldier is signed on. I, I can't remember if it was to write or direct the movie, but I did see that rumor. I don't know if it's quite confirmed yet, um, but Malcolm Spellman, I believe, is his name, and um, I know if he is signed on, I can almost guarantee you because I did. I I uh, had the privilege of watching him talk on a screenwriting um, summit, um, if you will, and he, that is very um, important to him. Are those topics? So if he is signed on for the movie, I would expect those things. But honestly, that's why I thought um, that series on Disney Plus was. So that's the reason why it was so successful. So I hope uh, they do keep that going in the movie. My my biggest question for the Captain America movie is who the villain who who right. are they going to be fighting against? Right. I don't think it will be the Flag Smashers or again or no. anything like that. Yeah, right. So I'm just curious. I don't know when this is slated to come nah, out. It hasn't. Like it doesn't so, have a date yet. So we might have a little bit more clues from other Marvel movies that come out in, right. in the future. Uh, but that is my biggest question, Mark, about this: is who who the villain will be? Um, what was uh, what was the girl? What was Power Broker? It could be that. I guess I don't know if I would consider her like a movie. I mean, is she a friend or a foe? Villain? We really don't even know still. Right to to. To him, I think a friend, but exactly. I mean, That's to us, we know yeah. she has other intentions. So exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. So could you make him her the villain in his movie? I don't know. Right. That's that's fair. Galactus. Galactus. Captain America would get absolutely folded by Galactus. <laughs> right. Um, good times. OK, so, yeah, that'll be we'll be looking forward to that. Um, anything else you guys want to shout out that you've been watching? I, I just want to it'll be interesting because I think. In previous, uh, sticking to Marvel talk here, in previous phases, Captain America was kind of like solidified as one of like the leaders right. of like the face of. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. Who would you say is Spider Man or Doctor Strange? I would, would agree. Be, would be my which is kind. It, it'll it'll be weird. It'll be weird not to have. I mean, obviously not have Iron Man, right? Um, but or Cap. We'll, I mean, we'll we'll see a new Cap. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll. Uh, our expectations will be wrong, and maybe Captain America will have a bigger role than what we think. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I also, like, this random thought just popped into my head while we were talking about that. Is uh, I think you can look at a guy like Shang-Chi. Yeah. He'll be a guy, like, similar to the level of Black Panther in the last phase. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Shang-Chi will be to this phase. That's fair. Uh the the thing is with the future of Marvel, you can see them building to so many different things. You can see them building to maybe a young Avengers, either 
um, series or movie. You could see them building to, I, I've seen it on social media, the new Avengers. Um, there's also, I know, a run of like the Dark Avengers, and we get um, some of those characters. You can also see them going to Fantastic Four and probably the X-Men. There's so many things they're building towards that they'll obviously have to loop together. It's going to be fun to see how it all, uh, it, it's like a puzzle, and it's going to see, it's going to be fun to see how they put it together. But uh, I, I like your point about Shang Chi. I could definitely see him being a level of uh, Black Panther. I'm excited you know, to see it. We're, we're we're all going to see it tonight. So because you know he's no scrub, like he's gonna he's gonna be able to put some work in. Shang Chi, that is. Yeah, yeah, Shang Chi for sure. It'll be fun. It'll be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. Um, anything else you guys have been watching that you want to shout out? What if you've been watching? You've been watching what if? Um, I have been watching. I, I have a lot of shows that I'm into right now. One that I really enjoy. Uh, it's uh, it's called Reservation Dogs. It's on FX. Uh, if you're looking for a show, highly recommend. It's uh, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant show. So um, check that out. Little little late to the party on this one, but watching Outer Banks currently. <laughs> it, 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 I just finished just finished season one. Don't. I have finished, I have finished both. Seasons. They're good. It's good. It don't don't hate on it. Don't hate on my. So you finished season. Just, just last let, night. Finished let it. him if you're gonna, yeah, yeah. Show the mic. Him, I'll yeah. give him the mic. But uh, I going into it, I didn't really have high expectations. But it has honestly been very fun and entertaining to watch. It kind of feels like uh, what's Nicolas Cage when he's hunting the the treasure. You know what I'm talking about? National Na- treasure. Yeah, it feels like it. It, it kind of feels like that. But like high school teenagers. <laughs> That does not sound something like no, I want to watch. No, I I'm feel sorry. like you, you'd like it, but no, it's been we're I'm starting does it have to, some cheese. Oh, it's a little, but but it's good. It is good. <laughs> uh, Cam, it looks like he has some opinions on Outer Banks. I just I just have a question. So, spoiler alert! Like, is that all right with everybody here? If I sure. do that, so you don't, finished don't, season? Don't spoil season two. No, 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 season one. This I'm talking about season one. The very end of season one. Do you think they should have survived that boat? No, literally, no. <laughs> heck, heck, no. There's so many times that they should not. Have, no, no. They there's so many times that they should, they should not have survived. Uh, that is my. I could do have a little beef with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's my beef with it. Is like they they so have many, so many times where they should have got like caught. By the yeah. Movie. There's a thing in there's a thing in anime. They call it they call it plot armor or the power of main character. And they definitely have it, like where they just survive these dumb situations for no reason at all. And I get butthurt over that. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Fair enough. Also, all right. Also, been watching the new season of Rick and Morty. Uh, Trey is a Rick and Morty sleeper slash hater. I just haven't watched. I'm not a hater. It, it's a great show. The the writing on that show. And you can see why they're getting looped into to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Oh, they they scoop them up. Yeah, uh, I guess they I they're very very smart and like the the stuff that they think of it, it's crazy. It is good and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Good times. Good times. All right, uh, let's briefly touch on some sports and then we'll get into our our big uh, debate domination deal. Um, so Ty and I are both Notre Dame fans. We squeaked out a win last night. A little scary. Um, but we got it done. We're going to Iowa, Iowa State next weekend. Uh, game day will be there. That'll be fun. Are you going up for actual game day? Probably not. But you'll, I, mean, you'll I just up, met. I just met. We'll be there. In you'll the be atmosphere. up for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not going to the game, I don't think. I'm just going to tailgate, but it'll still be a good time. Nebraska's trash. Dog yeah. water, you can respond. Yeah, we, we suck. I mean, we suck again. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Are you ready to admit that Scott Frost is not what you guys thought he was going to be? Um, What is this, his no. four, fourth year? Yeah. So he's had an entire recruiting class. Um, uh, I'm going to say From no. freshman to senior. I'm going to say no. He's had his opportunity to recruit. Yep. You're you're still you're still on the Scott Frost train. I think so. Here's how I look at it. I think, let's be honest, Nebraska is not a five star top of the nation place to go anymore, right? Correct. They, they used to be. They used to be. They used to be. But when you look at it, who could they get that loves Nebraska, like the state of Nebraska and what Nebraska football is? More than Scott Frost, I, I think. And who? How many better? Like he's not a the most amazing coach. I think he's good. I don't. Mm-hmm. But like, how much better is it gonna get? Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I think that is not a very good argument. Just because. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I'm just saying. You, like, you where, see where coaches, would we you go see from, from here? You see coaches all the time. Iowa State is a prime example. They take over a program, and now they're a top ten team. But where and do they we were, go from here? Like I, that's what I don't understand. It, it's all it's all about it's all about building it's all about building a culture that pe- that kids can buy into. And I I, I love I love the Iowa State uh, court, Matt Campbell. Matt, I, I love his uh, philosophy of not five star recruits, five star culture, and that's something that they can buy into. And I'm not even an Iowa State fan, but I I really respect him as a coach. And I, I have nothing against Scott Frost. I just think it's funny because you and your dad and Cade <laughs> thought that he was going to be like this great coach that well, turned I around mean, the culture. Well, I mean, he put UCF on the map, did he not? I mean, but they're still good. That's true. You're not wrong. They're still good. Yeah, and I mean, I at this point, I mean, I don't think it could hurt just to give him more time, you know, whatever. At this point, we're already bad. It can't get any worse. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. Uh, I mean, while we're, you may as well give it a try. I mean, while we're fired on, coaches every four years. Give him some more time then. See what happens, yeah, I guess. Um, while we're on coaching talk, I have been an outspoken critic of Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Uh, you're um, going to say his comment? No, I I, okay. I, I I don't really need to touch on that, I don't think. I'm just, well, I think Notre Dame's given him ample opportunity to, you know, They've been a winning program, and he's about to become this season the winningest coach in Notre Dame history without winning a national championship. Uh, I think his time, if we don't get a national championship this year, and I, I've been saying it for the past few years that we need, need to win the big one to, or, or, or he needs to go. Trust me. Do not go down that road. Wait. That's the road Nebraska went down. You'll end up like us. I, Notre Dame will never. No, chasing, Notre Dame. I'll go on. Notre Dame will never turn into to what no, if Nebraska turned into. If you're chasing too in. much, I'm just saying. If you're ch- if you chase too much, you'll get you'll get burnt. Like but that's what happened think, with us. I just think in the measuring stick world that we live in, and the college football playoff era that we're in, you can't go ample. T- like last year when they beat Clemson, that was. Brian Kelly's biggest win in the regular season. He hasn't shown that he can win the big game yet. Um, and I don't think it's all coaching. I don't. But at a certain point, you need to draw the line. I I like Cam's argument of uh, it's a slippery slope. I mean, I, like you said, let, what if we get rid of him and, you know, we – don't get the recruiting that we have always been getting. I don't know. It's a slippery slope, my guy. I I just have 
my expectations might be too high for for Notre Dame football. Um, they they should be a title contender consistently, um, and I feel like they have been, but they just haven't been able to execute. I mean, ne- with Nebraska, we were going nine and three, ten and two, like mm-hmm. under Bo Pelini every year. We fired him. That wasn't good enough. Now look where we're at. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've had four wins for like five years almost, six yeah. years. That's where we're at now. So Sh- shifting shifting gears a little bit. Do you Trey? Do you have any? Uh, um, predictions for Iowa State next week? Uh, I mean, I'm rooting for Iowa State. I went to Iowa State. Um, I think it, I think uh, obviously Iowa's coming in with more momentum. They had a better first week. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think it's always going to be closer than the experts think just because it's a rivalry game. I think it'll be a good game. Um, well, I think, I think the line I, right now is three and a half. Uh, for, in favor of Iowa State, and, right? And, no, I think in favor. Uh, is it minus three for Iowa State? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they're the favorite. Yeah. So, but th- this might be my hot take of of the podcast. I think it could get ugly. What, I, Iowa. I think I, I I think Iowa could beat up on them. They I'm looked really, they looked really good they, against they Indiana. Look, and I think I don't think Indiana is going to be a joke. I think they're going to have a good season. Iowa's defense looked really really good. Um, and if they're able to shut down Brees Hall in the run game, I think they're going to be in trouble. I honestly, I honestly think it'll be a closer game. It, it, you got to play in the rivalry factor. It, I agree. I agree. I, I could see Iowa winning by two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I. I want to. Do you have some? Yeah. Go for it. No, you go ahead. You keep. I was just gonna. I wasn't gonna say anything about Iowa State. I was gonna bring it to something else. So go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna. Don't sleep on Nebraska to beat Oklahoma in two weeks. <laughs> oh my That's god! A rivalry game. There you go. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to say Bama looks like quintessential classic Bama. They absolutely murdered Miami, who was also ranked. Um, I wasn't able to watch the Georgia-Clemson game, but I heard it was a really good game. Georgia came out on top. Uh, first time in a minute since that happened against Clemson. Um, what do you think of those games? I thought we had a really good week of oh, – it just feels great to have football college football back. back. Right. Um, it was a good first week. Uh, that Georgia Clemson game was a classic defensive battle, um, and I think Georgia has potential to, you know, give Alabama a run for their money in the SEC. Um, I do think Clemson's trying to figure out what life looks like without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, so I think they're still trying to figure out that piece and that offensive that offensive piece. And when they do figure figure that out, I think they'll still be fine in the ACC. Um, luckily they don't have to play Notre Dame this year because I think Notre Dame is a better team than Clemson. Uh, but yeah, I excited for college football. Um, I was, I thought we were going to get a big upset from outside Notre Dame scared the crap out of me. Uh, Florida state did play a phenomenal game. I'll give them that tip the cap to them. Um, but I say Tulane. uh, Yeah. I was I thought Oklahoma might, might've, might've dropped the ball there. Uh, which is just crazy because uh, they're blowing them out at halftime, and then they just had an incredible second half. Um, that was fun, fun to watch. There was a lot. I I didn't get to watch all that game because Iowa and Iowa State was going on at the mm-hmm. same or starting at the same time, so had that game going on in the background. Um, but I think North Carolina was the biggest biggest upset. They lost to um, whoever they played. I mean, they were t- they're ranked tenth. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Yeah, the last thing for sports that I have. Did you guys see the coach that doesn't punt? No. <laughs> you guys didn't see. So there's a coach. He's a D1 coach. It's like Presbyterian or something. He doesn't punt. He only onside kicks, and he only goes for two. D1? Yeah, it's D1. What? It's his well, first, good luck with that strategy. First, so they won 84 to 43. Who'd they play? I don't know. Sister of the Blind? <laughs> no. I, they, but I, I was on Twitter. I don't know the person who tweeted this but he's like yeah he was a high school coach in arkansas like the one of the biggest high schools and like he's like yeah he didn't lose a game for like four years huh what what that that is crazy um i don't know why that made me think of this but cam trey and i were talking about this yesterday did you hear about the bishop sycamore uh (laughs) yeah yeah, uh that 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 whole story for the listeners out there, I don't know if you, you've heard about it or not, but it is just crazy. I think it's uh, hilarious. They they still didn't even score. Is the thing. Oh, no, they they got blown out by one of the best high school teams in, in the country. But uh, so for the folks out there that don't know the story, it basically they pulled a woo over ESPN and it's his made up high school uh, that play that scheduled a game. The South Harmon Institute of Technology. <laughs> Essentially, essentially, South Harmon Institute of Technology had a football team. Um, I saw a meme on Twitter that Manti Teo's girlfriend went to Bishop Sycamore. Uh, <laughs> I heard that's where Cam Newton was signing. Right. So, <laughs> so it, uh, it, so basically, it was a fake. It's a fake school. Their coach has an active arrest warrant. The kids on the team are like college uh community juco dropouts juco dropouts and like uh ex-college athletes and stuff like that (laughs) that are like grown men playing high school students and they got beat by they still got destroyed by like 50 it was like 50 to zero it was nuts um so one my my first initial thought is how does espn like let that happen i don't they like like even fake checks to the school yeah no it definitely and trey you were saying that there's already going to be a documentary coming out about it. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Too. That's... Which I, there'll be, I'm anxious to see that. That'd be funny. Um, but I, other than that, I think that's really the last I have on sports outside of baseball <laughs> starting to heat up a little bit. The Cubs are terrible. The Ro- Royals are terrible. Royals are bad. Salvi has 41 home runs this year. Second in baseball. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, NFL starting next week. Mm-hmm. So, We'll have more on that on the next pod. Hopefully, hopefully uh, we don't wait this long to do another pod. But uh, but yeah, let's get into. Uh, so, are we good with sports? Then let's get into. I'm this good. Little, I'm good. Little debate domination. So, um, so are we just listing our ten? Well, my ten. I don't have twenty. Yeah, that if you want to do it that way. I'm personally doing it in descending order. Uh, Kate did it one down. But doesn't matter to me. Ty, do you have yours ready? Or I have mine ready. Do you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, go for it. Do you want me to go from 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay. Well, th- uh, if, you, I, if you have a take, just like weigh me yeah, down. I'll give you. I will. The, making making this list was incredible. It, it was hard. Um, hard but fun. Hard, hard but fun. Uh, I wish I would have put a little bit more time into it. Uh, That's why I tried to give you the little bit of heads up. You threw the list on us a little bit last second. You said we were going to be debating Kanye versus Drake. All right, and all right. If we were doing that, I could easily do that without any thought. <laughs> Just tell us what your list so, is. <laughs> am I going to 10 and yes. then you're going to talk about no. it? Or? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, number 10. This might come a little bit. You guys might have it a little bit higher, but Yeezus, number 10. Yeezus. For, for Kanye West. So I want you guys, I don't, keep track of how many Kanye I have, how many yeah. Drake I have. Um, 
Number nine, what a time to be alive. Because you said we could put joint albums on there. We could put joint albums on there. Okay. That's number nine. What, did you have that higher, Cam? No, I didn't rank that. Okay. No, I put that on there. I like that. All right. I, I like it. I just didn't rank it. I'm um, interested to see where Watch the Throne is, if it's on there or not. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> okay. Number eight. <laughs> okay. Number eight. If you're reading this, it's too late. Okay. Number seven, Late Registration by Kanye West. <laughs> number six. The Life of Pablo. Wow. Y'all are ranking Life of Pablo super high, but okay. Okay. Actually, actually, number five. I actually really like that ranking. Number five, Take Care by Drake. What, what am I at? Oh, I'll add them up afterwards. Uh, number four, Watch the Throne. That, yeah. that was hard. I almost put it higher, but. Best uh, collab rap album of I, all time? I, you can make that argument. Okay. I, 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 I think so. I, I don't think. I can't think of who's has better one okay but anyway uh number three nothing was the same drake um two my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and number one oh my god my favorite album oh my of god drake views oh my god so I, i'm interested to see so when we did there, i mean there obviously i i so i don't think certified lover boy has the potential to crack the 10 or i don't think donda has the has the chance to crack 10 those are very fresh drake especially his albums grow on you right. the more you listen to them um so that one potentially has the uh ability to crack the which 10, one but i don't certify lover boy but i don't think it will okay okay interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see like like last at the end of last year obviously with the 2020 being our our decade that i think brandon and i did i don't know if we did it on this one but like where is views on your like just all-time like albums ever yeah or or the decade i mean it has to be up there of like it's top five okay maybe maybe i humbly disagree maybe not top five maybe like top eight top eight top eight and it ain't eight so so then you're suggesting that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy would not be like it's an all decade album. No, it is. It's top ten. It's top ten. Talking the mic. Talk. Okay. My, uh, okay. The thing is, like, when you when you rank them like this, a when one and three, like, there's not. I don't think there's a huge discrepancy. You know, like, views is one of my favorite albums, but from like, watch the throne and uh, my beautiful dark Chase of fantasy, I. Risk, like those are very high regarded by me so it's like you get a little describe like, don't read too much into the numbers per se but just like maybe one the order on the the order and like there's a couple on mine you could interchange and like you can make arguments for that's for why that. that's why this this is so fun yeah let's get it cracking all right let's hear it cam oh i'm going next okay unless you want me to go next i don't okay. care um i went 15 i went 15 oh he went 15 so at number 15 i have uh the classic more life <laughs> okay more life um ty's really gonna be on me for this one but no, 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 no this is one that this is an album that i personally think like I just don't think is as good as the other two in like the trilogy. I guess I just realized I didn't have, I didn't include life on mine. <laughs> I must've missed that one. Whoops. In like the trilogy. And that's late registration at 14 down here. I mean, it's got a couple like bangers, but like outside of that, it's just like, okay. Like I would, I would easily take graduation and college dropout over that easily. Um, I did 13. I did certified lover boy. 
And don't do not take into account these are fresh because number twelve I have Donda right above it. So okay, okay. Don't Donda over. Uh, so don't don't read into where they're at. They're brand new. Um, so those are interchangeable. You're so you're saying Donda's better than Certified Lover Boy. Here we go. I love this. I love this. That's why I wanted to wait for this because I have yeah, to take yeah. Two. Right now, I will say Donda is better than Certified Lover Boy. That's what I'm saying. I, and Ty disagrees. And you're probably saying that because you think that Certified Lover Boy is a better rap album. Is is that correct? I let him talk. Yeah. I just think overall it's a better album. Like Drake, Drake's not rapping on the entire on the on the entire album. There's there's pop, there's R and B on there, and and reggae. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that is some blatant disrespect to the just great, wait, the just goat. wait for mine. So, so here's my thing with that is Drake's highs were very high, but he over over the course of the 21 songs, it felt like there were just like some. There are some there, forgettable songs. Yeah, there's some forgettable songs and some like bloated <laughs> opportunities. Like, but on Donda, I felt like it was less bloated. I like it felt more complete and like I felt I didn't feel myself. Wait, going through look, I think I think I think. Let me let me say yeah, this point, and then I'll give you a mic. I think what Cam is trying to say is 27 songs. There are less misses, yeah, that's and and 21 songs for Drake. There are more misses. I, I said it earlier in the podcast, and I'll, I'll say it again. Kanye wasn't even the best part of his own album. The feature, and the features were better, and we're Cam, and about Cade, the album, Cam and Cade both agreed with that. No, but, I agree with that. I do agree with that. I'm just saying, I'm saying the album when, as when, a whole. I'm when, not saying Kanye. when the majority of the album is three word phrases followed by Jesus. That is not even it. Like I can literally, I can literally make half the album right now. It's like. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Put some auto-tune, clip that. Put it over a Kanye West beat to some gospel music. That was the entire album. Like, I'm going to the moon. I, that, that is the best song on there. Kanye West is barely even on it. Like, I, it was good. I... No, it wasn't even in the same ballpark as Cer- See, again, Certified Lover again, Boy. I'm, I'm, I'm rating the entire album, like the album as a whole, rather than just the, like... Just Kanye versus just Drake, like that's 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 how I'm rating it. Same. I I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't even think it's I, no. I don't even think it's close. Is the thing okay, okay. I I literally I when I I kid you not, like I had fun listening to Certified Lover Boy, and I I think it's clear that I'm a bigger Drake than Kanye fan. Clearly, uh, but. I it went, was work for you to listen to Donda is what you're going to no, say. No, and I like Kanye. I I do like his music, his older music, his music of late. I just don't like it as much, and I that's just take that for what it is. I do. Can you but, can you agree to that a, a little bit of it, I think, for you is sure. separating the person from the music? Sure. Can you, can you agree? Yeah, that, that has a part in it. But I went in, I, I wanted to like this album, but when, like, when I said... I was ready for it to be over halfway through. <laughs> and I'm like, when you say it's not bloated, no, in, in, in a 27 song album that like, there are it, less misses, I think is what. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not bloated. I think we can agree that both these albums are bloated, but like, it just felt less up and down. It felt more consistent. It, 
I, I just had more I had more fun I had more fun listening to Certified Lover Boy than I did and I I don't think I don't think maybe Donda wasn't it intended to be like that kind of an album and it wasn't I it was more of a tribute and more but yeah to to rank Certified Lover Boy lower than Donda especially thirteen and twelve at this point I I would rather like leave it off the list you know because. <laughs> But wow. hey, it's your it's your list. It's your it list. is his list. It's your list. But you can keep going. Sorry. Proceed <laughs> again. I just it sparked conversation. Where, it where 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 what what number are we at now? What was we it are at you? eleven. Eleven. Okay. And at eleven, I got another bloated album, Scorpion. While the front while the front half is so amazing. Scorpion Scorpion over certified for you. Yeah, and I was on the camp when we were talking the other day yeah. that it was the mine other has way grown around, a little but bit I have as switched. well. Switched, I've switched. I think Scorpion's better. Yeah. Um, at ten, so we're in the top ten. I have graduation, Kanye. Okay. And then at nine, Jesus. So Jesus over graduation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's groundbreaking. Yep. I mean, a lot of people sound like that now. Those upbeat songs sound like that now. One hundred percent. I agree. Um, eight. And here you go, Ty. I got views for you. I think it's a great album. I'm not knocking it. I I, I think that's an accurate rating for views. Seven. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys to hear mine. <laughs> seven. I have Take Care. I think that's like one of Drake's best albums. You wow. Art like no. At six, another groundbreaking one. I have 808s and Heartbreaks. So are these are these like your favorite, or are these like what I you think, think are more like groundbreaking? I think it's and a better. mix of the both. And okay, I, and I think an intersection of and, the two. And I think I give Kanye more points because like going against the grain is really yeah, hard to do. I, he does that consi- and, yeah, all the and time. He does it very consistently. But I guess my question is like, you you personally like 808s more than Yeezus? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I do. I, I like 808s more than Yeezus. But enough. that's why, like, you'll see probably, I don't know the count exactly, but I would guess that there's going to be more Kanye albums up there mm-hmm. because I respect him for going against the green and trying different stuff. Sure. That doesn't make it like, good, though, just because he's going against the green. Well, no. Well, but, but then I would, talking to the mic. But then, <laughs> but then you would see, like, Jesus is king up there. That's, that's not true. I th- still think they're great. No, 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 no. I didn't put Jesus <laughs> King on here. That's why we should have just, just ranked we, all of the albums just wait, I don't get. Just wait till we get to number one. That's where it's at. Uh, <laughs> at, <laughs> at number five, I have The Life of Pablo. You guys are high on Life so of that, Pablo. I similar ranking that. to you as well. Um, four, if you're reading this, it's too late. I think Drake does some of his best rapping on that. Three, The College Dropout. I think that's the best of them. Okay. Two, Two is my personal favorite album of all time, and it's Nothing Was the Same. Mm-hmm. And then I think number one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think that's the general he consensus. recognizes quality. I, just why, one comment. It, if, would you put Watch the Throne on there? If you, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, easily. Somewhere in the middle? Somewhere on the upper part. Yeah. Okay. Upper half. All right. You ready for I think, mine? I think What a Time would be in the top ten. Okay. Um, I'm excited to hear what you guys think of this. So I included, I, I have a list of 21. I included all of their solo albums and what a time to be alive. Watch the throne and kids see ghosts, but not more life. Yeah. I forgot more life. Sorry, but I, 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 I included it here. So that's why it's 21 and not 20. Okay. I'll go in descending order. 21. Jesus is King wait, by wait, Kanye. Wait, wait, 
Okay, just go. Sorry. Okay. 21 is Jesus is King by Kanye. His worst album, in my humble opinion. I think, and I'm not going to do this for everyone. I'm sorry, but maybe I will. Just try and shut me up. Okay. I w- I'm okay with a gospel album, but make it more about like, make it more personal. Like, make it your struggle to find your faith or something. Like, I don't want to hear, I, I don't know. It just wasn't for me, the, the Jesus is King. I think Donda is what Jesus is exact, King was supposed to be. 100%. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, number 20, I'm going to go Yay by Kanye West. I think that's the short, worst one. Short and sweet. You'd put Jesus is King over Yay. I would put Jesus is King over Yay. Really? I don't know. Without don't a know doubt. About, I don't know about that. I, Nin- easily. 19, I'm going More Life by Drake. Uh, 18, I'm going What a Time to Be Alive by Drake and Future. Is that low? Yeah. I think that's rather low. That's low? Okay. Uh, 17, I'm going Thank Me Later by Drake. See, Sol- I think it would solid be, foundation. I think it would be above that right there. 16. Trey, Trey, Trey doesn't like Future, so you can put that on. on, oh, okay. on I'm not a huge I love Future, future guy. I he's a, awesome. I he's okay. Uh, all right. Here's where I might get some heat. 16, Certified Lover Boy by Drake. I, I mean, you haven't said Donda yet, so it has to be above that. So well, I'm, just I'm, wait. I'm anxious to see how just, far. Okay. How far? Ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I as well am anxious to see how far. Okay. Also, we're getting there. To put it closer to more life than probably any other Drake album, I think is a little disrespectful. Wait, wait. Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. No, Thank Me Later is the closest. Thank Me Later was 17. Oh. Certified. I think, I, I going back in like really thinking about it i think thank me later is better than more life i haven't listened to all like you know i haven't before this podcast i the, the most recent one that i've listened to other than certified lover boys views but like, i haven't listened to some of these albums that we've ranked so i, I that would have been helpful to listen to more of yeah. these beforehand that would have been a long a, that talk about work yeah but <laughs> keep going okay um i'm at 15 Kid See Ghosts by Kanye and Kid Cudi. 14, just because of the groundbreakingness, it is not my favorite album, but um, basically um, he took what T-Pain did and made it a global, international thing. Like Everyone uses auto-tune now because of 808s and Heartbreak. Um, and you know the auto-tune that you hear throughout, I think you can really peel back the layer to 808 and heartbreak among other things uh just the the sonic sound of that um kind of being radio friendly i think it comes from that album yeah so the groundbreakingness of 808s and heartbreak is a big deal so i put it there it's just not my favorite kanye album above that uh 13 we have scorpion by drake um trying to decide if certified trace puts donda in the top 10 i we're getting close we're getting close trying to trying to uh determine uh what should have been higher scorpion or certified lover boy i had to have said scorpion i cam and i when we were discussing this it grew on me a little so um just because i think scorpion has more hits so simply donda over scorpion that is what i currently have yes i cannot get behind that that is what i currently have a scorpion is an absolute classic that is what I currently have. I cannot get behind this. <laughs> All right. Number 12, I have Yeezus by Kanye West. I do think the groundbreakingness of this, uh, it a lot of that hardcore uh, trap rap type sound, 
Um, a lot of that comes from Yeezus, so the groundbreakingness of it. Again, it's just not my favorite Kanye album. Uh, number 11, The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. You know, there could be, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, first of all, that's terrible. Second of all, you know, there can only be one favorite Kanye album, right? Like, like you said that for every Kanye what? album, it's not your favorite. Yeah, I like, know. You can only have one favorite, so they're all not going to be your favorite. That, that is true, I guess. <laughs> this list is just, it's just poorly put together. <laughs> what? Just wait. Said Donda oh, just wait. Over, over Yeezus and Live of Pablo. I mean, just you're you're suffering from recency bias. No, I, I, I do. I think you're suffering from recency. Maybe, bias. maybe, but I think, so I think alone, alone, the one of the best songs Kanye West has ever made is sitting on the Life of Pablo and Saint Pablo, and you've ranked that, and you've ranked Donda above that, <laughs> and I think that's criminal. So I I had a I had a tough time going back and forth on Life of Pablo and Donda. Um, so is Donda right above this then? Yes. Yeah, so okay. number 10 is Donda. Um, my, I really, really, really liked Life of Pablo. I think it aged beautifully. Uh, great, great album. Um, I do think over time this Donda album is going to... Um, I, I think uh, for me, I take into account the, the event factor. Like uh, Life of Pablo, it was similar. He... I think it was Madison Square Garden. He uh, did Yeezy Season and did his little fashion show. He plugged in his iPhone and he played his album with a bunch of different features there. It was a moment. It was awesome. I think Donda, the moment for Donda was bigger. I also um, think the arc and the, the the cohesive message of Donda over overlaps the life of Pablo for, for me, it's all about that. Like the story and the message. And I think Donda has a little bit of a stronger one than the life of Pablo. I just so had, can, that was can, the, that was the one two I was really going back and forth I, with. I just want to interject. And <laughs> I think so one event aside, and we're, and we're talking strictly about the music and the mm-hmm. album itself. Sure. I get, we, we talked about in on certified lover boy, what the hit is going to be or like what the hits are going to be. Well, we think sure, sure we, but we didn't do that for the Donda album. And I I'm curious to hear both of your, cause you guys both have Donda higher on your guys' list. What, what the hits, what I think the hit will be. So the thing is, that's an interesting conversation. I think Drake it's expected to have a hit. See, you're, but you're, I don't you're, you're care compa- about hits. You're, you're comparing, you're, but you're using that as a measuring factor well, yeah. for, for Drake, and you're not doing it for Kanye. And I think that's a little unfair. <laughs> what? What? I think that's actually a fair criticism. But I'll say the hits, Hurricane. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, that that is the weekend and little baby. I could see it on the radio. I mean, it won't be on the radio, I but say. I that will be the hit. I could see it played every once in a while. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I just, I truly do think. The arc and the message and what he's going for, I, I think it's I, better. I just think the there's a higher expectation for Drake, and I that things get measured for Drake that don't get measured for Kanye, and people the people look too much into Kanye's music. Like the, you, you guys talk about the arc and like the the transition from uh, Sinner to Saved. But when you are actually listening to the words that he's saying, where where does that come across? Sometimes like I, get it, I get it in the tone and the melody. Yeah, that's all. Sometimes that's all not, it takes. I I just don't. It, I think 
you talk about cohesion and message it's not coming across I mean, it's, in it's, actual it's different music it's, of what it's he's different saying. it's different than a than a kendrick album Here. a kendrick album has so many layers where the words do matter whereas kanye sometimes it is just the tone and the music here i'll be 100 <clears> percent fair is i was listening to certified lover boy yesterday and i can see a theme in that as well i mean he put the toxic masculinity thing right. in the thing but if you if you listen to the songs it's not only how it affects his life and his like relationships with women, but towards the back half or the front half of the album is more like how it affects his friendships as well. Like and and then in the back half it's in the back half it's more of like how it affects his relationships. So I think and there's one in Certified Lover Boy too. Sure, and I it, I neglected to like and he talks about his relationship with his son yeah. and, and becoming a father in this album too that i think it's overlooked and i think drake talks a lot uh, not even just in certified lover boy but on other albums too there are themes that get oh overlooked. yeah i agree but like but like i'm not, I'm not overlooking it I but just, like when kanye but kanye people just like they look too much into it and they make their own themes without him having to do anything I think no, that's I true. To... I do think that's true. Kanye fans are crazy too, though. But let me, so like, like passionate about for, this. For 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 example, I like it though. For example, uh, like Kanye fans, <laughs> the, even when it comes down to the cover art, I had I was listening to videos and like tweets about like people saying that that was intentional and like that means this and no, this. No, I that don't mean, think it does. And, like, I just so, think someone, there is no cover art. Someone went to, uh, to the length of saying that like. It was purgatory. No, uh, <laughs> it the the color black represents the absence of light and the reflection of all of us, and that's what this album was. And I'm like, no, there's just not any cover art. <laughs> but but go ahead and think of that because you want Kanye to be this freaking genius when he's just saying Donda, Donda, Donda. He's a lyrical genius. Bruh, I told you the Donda thing. You didn't like it. You didn't like that. <laughs> no, Kanye, Kanye fans listen to the Donda chant. Two Donda's in, and he's like, "It's a lyrical masterpiece." <laughs> You're hating so bad. You're hating so bad. All right, all right. Do I proceed with my list? All right. I'm sorry. I do think this ranking is criminal to put the life of Pablo under Donda. I think that's bogus. that. That was my that was my biggest back and forth of life of Pablo or Donda. Okay, I mean, all right. You so do what you do you number man. I just number think it's not right. Number nine views by Drake. Yep. <laughs> number eight, if you're reading this, it's too late. Number That's seven. rather low. Number seven, Watch the Throne by Kanye and Jay-Z. Number six, Graduation by Kanye. Number five, The College Dropout by Kanye. Number four, Late Registration by Kanye. Number three, Take Care by Drake. Number two, Nothing Was the Same by Drake. And number one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, Flame mean, me, come on! No, I want you, you it. Got, you, I'm glad. I'm glad I sparked the conversation. No, you, you, got, at least. you got better as you went. I think the bottoms need some sorting out, especially the nine and ten area. But <laughs> I, just for me, when you're looking at the Kanye albums and comparing them, I just think Donda has more comparison with like Jesus is King, who is your least favorite Kanye album than the Life of Pablo. And the Life of Pablo was. I just think like critically acclaimed ten times better, and I mean maybe Donda will grow on me a little bit, but I'm I just think it has. I think it's more similar to Jesus is King than the Life of Pablo. I'm not. I, I would compare. I would compare the Life of Pablo 
probably closer to my beautiful dark yes. twisted fantasy. So would I. Okay, I'm not. Com- I, I I don't know. I, this is just a list, my guy. Jesus, you're killing me here. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I don't. That was my biggest. My biggest back and forth is Donda or Life of Pablo. Which one is higher? I just think over time, Donda will be remembered more. So in a few years, do you think you will? Do you think Donda will age better than, like, the Life of Pablo? Let's just put it. So you think Donda might jump up in the list, whereas you think the Life of Pablo might jump down? Is that what you're saying? I, I not. I mean, the the Life of Pablo has been out, and I think is over time done what it needs to do. I just think Donda, I think is it has potential to grow. Okay. I. I mean, Don, or, uh, Life of Pablo came out how many years ago? Uh, like, five, five, six years ago. And I still find myself listening to multiple songs on that album. Yeah, I just don't. I agree. I, I, I like the album. I a don't lot. see. And I, I have could, it, I, I have I it over Yeezus. I, I, could, I could be wrong. I'm, there's a handful of songs on the, the Donda album that I, that I enjoy and I can find myself listening to again. But. Not to the same degree of the life of Pablo, my beautiful, my beautiful dark fantasy, or even Jesus, like not even, not even close. I'm, I think I'm looking at it more like as the album as a whole. I think Donda, the message, the track listing, the arc. I, I think it's, it's, it's more put together than the life of Pablo. And don't get me wrong, I think there is some sneaky cohesion to the life of Pablo. Uh, it you can find it on the transition from, uh, father stretch my hands. No, I, it's um low lights to highlights. <laughs> no, I was gonna, the end of one song leads into wolves. The end of one song leads into the into wolves oh, with the. What is before wolves? You just, not, oh yeah, that's true. Is that, I can't I, remember. I feel like I, no, that is highlights. A, maybe uh, while you guys are thinking there's about sneaky cohesion. While while you guys are still thinking about that, I it just begs the question for me on both of your guys' on, on both of your guys' lists, it seemed to be more so on Trey's than Cam's <laughs> than there's more Kanye than than Drake higher up. Um, oh, so it, we're it getting be- into this now. It begs I don't know if that's true. No, let's on, get into no, this I, take too. I said more so on Trey's. Oh, okay. it, it begs the question, do you, do you think Kanye is a better this is a very tough, very tough, uh, you know, debate because they both, in their respective, is it they, equal? Yeah. They came up the same way. Um, they be- they both came up under somebody. What I was just seeing how long we've been going. They both came up under somebody. Uh, Kanye under Jay Z, Drake under Lil Wayne. They both, um, respectively, are groundbreaking in their art. Uh, Kanye with just flipping, changing sounds left and right and having a, a, uh, a, a tree of people doing the same thing as him. Uh, Drake more as blending hip hop and R and B and that sound becoming more apparent in music in general. I think both of them are just outstanding all time. Great artists. I do think though, if I had to pick right now in the debate domination, I'm probably going to go Kanye because I not saying who's the better rapper, who's the better this and that. I think just there is more intent into his albums 
albums. The albums themselves individually tell more stories. They have more cohesion. They, I'm not saying they're bigger hits because Drake has clearly has the numbers. Mm-hmm. He's broken his own record of streaming in a day or whatever. Um, Popularity-wise, right now, it's Drake. But I think Kanye artistry, I'm going to say, is the better. I just w- want to rebuttal and say it, you – I know your big thing is the cohesion and story and intent. Just because there is intent and story does not make it good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Does not make the that story, story always good. isn't great, but I. But I just think you take the fact that there is a story in some of Kanye's albums and put that above Drake when maybe Drake doesn't always tell a story, but he is is fun artist rapper bars and i think you neglect you you, you hold that against Drake. no i i don't i i, I like and, fun music and, and I, I like think- i like music that can appeal to all the the whole audience but over the course of time the grand scheme of things mm. what moves the needle more telling a beautiful story or it, fun hits telling a story 100 percent, in my humble opinion so for me it's not even the telling a story it's, I think Drake is more of an adapter of styles that have already been set for him, whereas Kanye Kanye is more going to set his own mm-hmm. and go against the grain. And I think that's harder to like make work for everybody and like everybody's going to enjoy it than to adapt a style that's already been there. Yeah, Can and I, 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 think, I, I think, Cam, that, that is a good point. And I honestly I don't know the answer to the question that I propose because I, obviously I like – like I like Drake, I like Drake better than Kanye. I think that's pretty clear throughout the podcast. But when it comes down to like who changed the game more or who's more impactful, I think you can make argument arguments for, yeah, for both sides. Absolutely, you could. Absolutely, you could. Here's the thing. Uh, another point that I think needs to be made: Drake. The, the now I mean this in the like best way possible. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I I, I think he makes music of him staring at himself he makes music in the mirror i think he he makes music for himself and it's very of the time like he has the the name drops of the athletes that are popping right now Mm -hmm. i think kanye uh, similar and i'm not this is i'm not even going to go with that comparison i was going to do one but um kanye makes music i think that's more relatable to everybody over time if you will whereas drake that album that came out that year is cemented in that year if you will does that make sense i think i think your argument has good points but it also i think kanye is probably the big egotistic artist of all time that makes music for himself too i agree he's the biggest egotistical dude in hip-hop 100 percent. but i do think drake makes like i don't disagree i I don't disagree i don't disagree with that looking at himself in a mirror when he's writing i don't disagree with that but to kind of go off of that he's even said that he makes music about his life like he says that he can't go into the studio and make like five six songs in a day because they're actually stories that about his life and i think those are i think those are drake's best songs are when he's like introspective and like right. looking at how the fame has changed him and all that and like like emotionless where he's like reflecting on how like 
the kid has affected not only his life but how he looks at social media and all that i i think those are his best songs so mm-hmm. i think that's while it may also be his downfall to like not downfall but like your beef with it is right, that it's right. stuck in that year i also think that's also his best trait if that makes sense i'm just i'm just curious of like i don't know the answer and you guys won't know the answer either of like when we're you know grandpas and we have <laughs> grandchildren like our are the kids of that day going to go back and listen to Kanye or Drake more? I do have an answer. It's probably both. Like it'll yeah. probably just be both. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's just, it, it I, I'm clear. I, I more, and I, I honestly don't know where you guys land. I, if you're more Kanye or Drake, I really don't know. I'm very, I'm a huge fan of both. So I can't like pick one. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't, I think that's, kind of pigeonholing yourself as the if you're more Kanye or Drake I think they both make great music they're both art, great artists I just if I had to choose in this debate domination if we're voting I'm picking Kanye as the bigger better artist are you making us all pick one or no no I mean if you don't if you don't have to we're not really we're not really doing the classic is, debate domination is, is, I'm assuming Kate is Kanye I don't know no, where Kate I would, would say fall. Drake. I really don't know I would where say he Drake. would fall. I would say Drake. All right. Um, I think that is the podcast. Do we have anything else? Uh, if you want to talk about Splitgate at all, but other than that. We already talked about it. Yeah, we yeah. talked a little bit about Splitgate. Um, it's fun. We all have to actually get to play together. We haven't yet, but um, we'll have to do that. Other than that, um, it's been super fun. And uh, like I said, probably a long one. So thanks for rocking with us and sticking with us. Um, I'm Trey Lessie of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Two Fly Tie Tie, Glovelander Cam, Kade uh, the Turtle Killer had to peace, but uh, we'll be back for more. Scrubs. Scrubs.